Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is level 173, and I am Fufu Kalipoof. Joining me tonight are my three co-hosts, as always, of Koosh Moose. Well, hello. Rocker Dude. Um, hey, can I go pee? <laughs> no, and you cannot bake a cake either. And Big L. Can I go bake a cake? Sure, go ahead. Don't do the two at the same time, though. That's disgusting. All right, so if you were to bake a cake, what, what cake would it be? Um, The kind with frosting and icing and chocolate. I'll be boring. And just, I would just say chocolate. Nothing with fruit in it. I hate when people put fruit in their cakes. Anyone who does that is most likely uh, a fruitcake. Mm. Mm. Nice. What about a strawberry shortcake? No. That's a fruit. That's the fruit's <laughs> on the outside, though. What, what about vegetables? I, I, I like a good carrot cake. Mm. As long as you don't put raisins have, in there. You no, that, no, I'm not a good. serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had a carrot cake. You're raising my blood pressure You're by missing saying out. that. Uh, the best cake is actually a pie. So I would probably go with uh, no. apple or um, I don't know, strawberry. That new Reese's butter. pie. I was about to say, I looked up this Reese's pie. Don't I was late. Do that. It's Reese's. Well, Reese's. Reese's. They sold out. And it's being sold I mean, for no, You're going to get me mad, Corey. Well, Scalpers also- cut the pies. <laughs> Look up um, what is it? what's what's the other version of it that's not Reese's uh, branded. Oh, I'm leaving. Don't say I'm Russell Stover's. Right I hate Russell Stover's. <laughs> no, what's wrong with Russell Stover? It's not branded though. It's um like something silk pie. Oh, I've seen silk pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those are those are right. chocolate. I yeah, have but this no was idea like, what that is. Like, do you know what we're talking about when we say the Reese's pie? It's it's oh, yeah. it's a legitimate Reese's cup as big as a pie. <laughs> Which, how can that not be wrong? Reese's are. If you say Reese's good. again, I'm going to hit you in your penis. Stop it! It's Reese's. Learn how to read pie. Reese's Reese's are god tier pies. It's also god tier candy. Not called pop. It's soda. So please, Reese's are like god tier everything, except the coffee creamer. The coffee creamer is kind of eh. Oh my god! I hate you all. So they call Welcome it a peanut butter food, silk yes. pie with, uh, and the best one has Reese's peanut butter in it. I, wait, wait, I can get behind that. Hold up. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter? Like, sure. I can just go to the store and buy Reese's branded peanut butter. Absolutely, you can. Did you not know that you could do that? That's a thing? That's yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I've been buying Jif. I'd rather have Reese's. I mean, I don't know if it tastes the same, but. Oh, did we lose Al? No, nah, he's here. He's just he's steaming. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> if only this was the live show. <laughs> Maybe the maddest I've ever seen him. <laughs> and it's about food. Okay. Giving me a nervous breakdown. Okay. You know, I, add us in the Discord. Is it Reese's or is it Reese's? Or is it Reese? I mean, Reese's is the monkey. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the NFT monkey. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sucks being a grammar Nazi. All right. That's enough food talk. Yeah, just make sure you have your 
You wash it down with some uh, water. <laughs> Dumbass. Wash? What the heck is a wash? No idea. Worcestershire. You know. Water. Wash? Is that like a Boston trying to do like a Baltimore accent? It's wash. <laughs> Let's get into our topic of discussion for this week. Let's talk about some games. But specifically, yesterday as of recording... Xbox has turned 20. It is now older than half the Discord. And almost you. And almost me. But obviously with that, that being the big news for the week, we had to frame our topic of discussion around that. So the topic for this week is, with Xbox turning 20 this year, we want to reflect back on the console that has kept us going for so long. How is the Xbox impacting you or your gaming or what is a memorable story from the past two decades with the console? And a couple of our patrons have answered that question. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read the first one from Wild West 08. And he says, I got hooked on the Xbox through Halo LAN parties. I was so, or I'm sorry, it was so much fun playing hours upon hours of that growing up with GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. It was a natural fit. It, ha- it hasn't stopped there with boosting Bioshock, Gears, and many others. I have made a, a lot of good friends and acquaintances. I enjoy the Xbox community, even if I have come across a few bad eggs. He's probably talking about Nuff. One of the best communities has to be TA as I came over... Wait, the best community is TA. As I came over from the other site a long time ago. Achievement Solutions Guides Boosting Sessions has grown my love of all things Xbox. So I absolutely relate to your first sentence of getting hooked with Xbox through the Halo LAN parties. Um, That was one of my... Yeah, that's probably my oldest memory of Xbox, and Halo is a reason why I bought an Xbox. I remember a couple of my friends having Xboxes, and before I had mine, we would get together at each other's houses. I remember my one friend, Zach, would not only bring his Xbox over, but his little TV over to my house, and my other friend would bring their Xbox over, and we would we would do system link, and... A couple of us will be in one room playing. A couple of us will be in the other room playing. That way we couldn't, you know, screen snipe each other. And we'd be doing four on four. It was such a good time. That and many other Halo uh, sessions and parties, you know, just through custom games, especially on Halo 3, where I, we still talk about it to this day with some of my friends, just all the fun and the laughs that we would have. And, and and I'm sure everyone listening to this and the three of you can chime in on this and will agree with me, but when he talks about how he's made a lot of good friends and acquaintances, this podcast is basically thanks to Xbox. Not necessarily, you know, the obvious answer of achievement hunting is on Xbox only, so obviously this is an Xbox one, but we all met each other and became friends through the Z to Z days. And now we, when their stuff was ending and we went, and we started ours, you know, it was just a natural fit. If it wasn't for Xbox, this podcast and this community that we've built would not be a thing. Thanks, Bill Gates. Thanks, Bill Gates and The Rock. And The Rock, exactly. Oh. Which, The Rock looked funny with hair. Not back then. 
Right. Well, not back then, but I didn't know him back then. I know him now, and he's bald, and he looks funny with hair. What do you guys? What about you guys? L, what do you think? Um, well, I'm old. We know. <laughs> I mean, I got stories about the original Xbox before we even go into the wacky world of achievements. Um, yeah, so I was a PlayStation guy in that generation. Same. So, you know, back in the, in the, what do you want to call it? Like the CD-ROM era. So PlayStation 1 and then PlayStation 2. And I eventually wound up with uh, an OG Xbox in 2002-ish. Because I found out that Sounds about you could hack it. So I would go on a field trip with my friend. We would go to Rutgers University. We found some guy online, I guess, and he put all the emulators of old systems and he put um, current games and, yeah, he put uh, all kinds of good, fun stuff on it. All you had to do was install your own hard drive and you could put whatever you wanted on it. And you would need some sort of, a, a, friend that some sort of a chip. The bad news is the chips always died out pretty quickly. So I think I had two or three different Xboxes and the chips all died on all of them. So yeah, that was gross. Yeah. Rip, rip indeed. I still have all of them and they don't boot up and I don't know why I keep them, but I do. So I personally think the OG Xbox was not that great. Don't all kill me, but I preferred PlayStation two by far their lineup of games. Um, That's hard to argue. Yeah. So, the gold standard, of course, was Halo. And I didn't have LAN parties, but we used to go online before Xbox Live with some sort of third-party service. I forget the name. There were two of them. I think one of them might have been called Xbox Connect. Um, Connect with the C. Appeared in the 360 days. I'm sorry? Oh, wrong Connect. Yeah, that Connect died. Yeah, gotcha. so basically we would play Halo online before Xbox Live existed. I don't know how it worked exactly, but we managed to do it. And we would play... That sounds like a cheat. We would play Capture the Flag on Blood Gulch. And we would play... Oh, yes. What's, what's regular deathmatch called? Assault? Assault? Slayer. Oh, yeah, Slayer. Shit. Slayer. 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 Failed this I think podcast. I would know that. Yeah. Slayer on... Uh, we would play on Hang'em High the most, I think. So good. Yeah. So that's why Halo to me is always about the multiplayer. Because we would gather several people. And the host usually had an advantage. I I guess that would make sense. But yeah, that was before the the Xbox Live days. And I know I've told the story about how I uh, was a beta tester for Xbox Live with NFL Fever. So yeah. Which is cool. It became... It became everything, and this was all before achievements. Now, of course, yeah, we're we're sucked in a million percent. Our gamer tags are very important to us, so it's hard to even play a PlayStation for me. And I know I, I don't know how you guys manage multiple systems. Like I have a Switch, and I'll play the occasional first pair party do. game for a little while, and then I'm like, oh no, back to the Xbox. Trying to remember some, and I'm trying to remember other stories from the early days of Xbox. Oh, the Duke. Well, every, 
<laughs> I knew I was going to think about something. The Duke, yeah. I'm on the, the side of that hated the Duke. And I have pretty big hands, but I didn't like the Duke. Just the way the Did buttons. Did anybody actually like the Duke? A lot Duke? of people. Um, hello. A lot of people. The way that the I much buttons, preferred the Duke to the S redesign. The way that the buttons were all diagonal, and you had to look down at the controller to see what you were going to hit, it was just weird. It is not a fan. It's of the a Duke. terrible controller. Yeah, the S Why was much better. Look? No, in my in my yeah. Opinion. Well, go find one and and in my correct put it in your hands. The S was better. Yes. I mean, would I pick it today? No, but I thought it was pretty good back then. Asymmetrical joysticks. And you had the two. You had triggers and a black and a white button. So and who many possibilities. A when you <laughs> had a, a Duke, you just kind of curl up in it. Yeah, the black and the white button was a failed experiment. They kind of threw them off to the side on the redesign on the S. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's a very weird placement. Even the start and the select button on the uh, the back button on this the S is off to the other side. It looks so bad. From humble beginnings to the uh, industry uh, best controller, right? Oh, for sure. From humble beginnings. Oh, I was supposed to read a patron thing. Hawkeye Barry says... I only played Nintendo systems from the NES all the way through the underrated GameCube. Look at him putting his two cents in. I didn't buy a Wii because I overall didn't like the direction Nintendo was going. What do you mean, Hawkeye? You didn't want to play uh, Wii bowling with some grandmas in a senior center? It was good times. I feel attacked. <laughs> I pretty much quit gaming for a three to four year stretch. The Wii wasn't that bad. I was finally thinking about getting a new console, but was unsure if I wanted a 360 or PS3. Eventually saw a trailer for Gears of War, and that sealed the deal. Yeah, well, that was a good choice. That Gears of War trailer is is pretty epic. We've talked about that on the show before. I uh, purchased a 360 and I've stuck with Xbox ever since. Xbox not only got me back in the game, but achievements moved me in a new direction. First heard about TA from the comments of an IGN article. Interesting. I didn't know they plugged it. Found the site and loved it. Don't have any friends that play games, so the site was a great way to finally talk to people who felt the same way about gaming. Focusing on achievement has changed my gaming entirely and has thrown me down some rabbit holes because of it, like the AH101 Discord. Huh. You should check that out. It's pretty good. I've heard. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of you are going to talk about achievements. I'll let uh, someone else yap. But uh, thanks for the comments, Hawkeye. I'm with you. We're all all in that rabbit hole. Sure. Yeah, I'll go. Um, So Mental Knight (laughs) says, achievements ruined my life. And uh, yeah, other than that, the Xbox is so cool. One of my favorite features on the Xbox 360 is the ability to see my game collection. Those crisp, clean, bright images just do it for me better than any murky covered spines on a shelf ever could. To browse through all those playgrounds, so many of them calling you, hey, remember me? Finish me up. How about you try something different like me? Such a cool feeling. I'm still not over it. The only change I would have wanted is to see all the games I owned, not just the installed ones. And the Xbox One fixed that oversight. Visual library is such a beautiful thing. So, uh, thank you, Mental. Uh, For me, my gaming journey started with the Fairchild Channel F, which was apparently released one year after I was born. (laughs) And so it's old. And uh, yeah, it was not great. It was not great. (laughs) And my, some of the friends that I had, um, had Ataris. I was just like, oh my gosh, that thing's awesome. But like I just, for whatever reason, I thought it was too much to ask for, so I never asked for it. Um, but I would love going over to their place to play the Atari. And then some of my other friends got a Nintendo, 
NES. And I was like, oh, that thing is amazing. Like, wouldn't it be great if I could finally have one of those? And then I guess it occurred to me, oh, I could just ask for one. Got one for Christmas. And I don't know if I felt repressed because I didn't, you know, have an Atari or something, but I've kind of made up for it my entire life after that. I've bought just about every system <laughs> that's out there. And every since. game for each system. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so... I also, you know, played PC games. So what did what did Xbox mean to me? What, you know, what did it do for me? Well, at the time that the Xbox came around, not a whole lot. Like we were we were all playing it in college. You know, we were also playing PlayStation. We were also playing stuff on the um, the Super Nintendo. So we were we were playing everything just, you know, for Street Fighter this or Mortal Kombat that or, you know, Super Mario World this or uh, Final Fantasy 7. We were just system hopping. And then after college, I got into World of Warcraft and uh, still hopping around from system to system uh, just for whatever game I wanted to play and was really into World of Warcraft. And eventually, uh, Xbox kind of broke me of that, thankfully. <laughs> I was able to get away from uh, from World of Warcraft and, and then I found achievements and I found achievement communities and it's just, it got me away from World of Warcraft, which is pretty huge, so... Uh, I, I have it to thank for that. And unfortunately, I focused all that, um, you know, uh, hyper, f- you know, focusing on a thing to uh, Xbox achievements. So maybe it's not great, but it got me off of World of Warcraft and uh, they're not doing so great right now. So, yeah, that's what it means for me. I don't have any great stories. Like um, I was thinking, you know, one one random thought was everyone was getting red rings of death. And I felt like, well, what's wrong with me? I don't have a red <laughs> ring of death. <laughs> Like, I guess I'm not, no, I guess I'm not a hardcore baby. console gamer because I haven't earned my Red Ring of Death uh, tattoo yet. So, never have, actually. So, Lucky you. Yeah. You're like one of the only people that's been able to say that. I've had disc drives mm. die. And like, and like the mechanism to eject the disc has died. But not a Red Ring of Death. Yep. So, uh, you know, maybe I was focusing on the wrong thing. I should have been happy oh. to uh, not have a uh, hardware failure. Uh, but when I just felt like maybe I was a pretend gamer. I want to say I had a oh, yeah, red I'd... ring once and we would wrap the Xbox in like a blanket or mm-hmm. something. And yeah. It would yeah, magically go away. Yeah. That was the, uh, I don't remember any permanent, remedy. permanent. I had one red ring and that was probably one of the, the periods of time. It was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in deep because when it happened, I sent it to Microsoft and I immediately, I was working at target at the time. And I immediately went and bought an Xbox 360 arcade, hooked up my hard drive and, you know, kept on going. And when it came back, I was a baller and had two Xboxes. And it's like, man, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in deep now. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember that. I never did the towel tricks or anything like that. I just it was within warranty. But yeah, that, that was a that was a pretty big deal uh, going on. Uh, Creature or Ruderick, my bad. Um he, he, he goes over, you know, the the what ifs, like the obvious answer is achievements kept him gaming with Xbox. Uh, and I can say the same thing for me. And uh, he, he suspects that achievements uh, are the reason he's played the variety that he's played. Uh, again, I will echo that before with the original Xbox. I would consider myself a bro gamer. I 
have very fond memories of staying up all night playing Counter-Strike Go, or I think it was just Counter-Strike, uh, on the original Xbox with my friend. And it was not a lot of maps. Uh, it was maybe like lobbies of 8 or 12 and uh, you, you got real good, and you just did that all night long. And I, I don't think I would have, you know, experienced uh, most of the games that I have because of achievement. So uh, there is a kind of question of would I still be playing the game? I've played games all my life, really, up until the Xbox. So I don't know if that would have changed. Uh, however, I did take a big break, and for some reason, I decided to get an Xbox One uh, March after it came out. And, you know, it's kind of hasn't stopped since. So I think I would still be playing, but I don't know if I would be playing the, the variety that I am today. Uh, who knows? I might even, you know, focus on a speed run or, um, you know, play one of those endless games like, you know, Apex Legends or something. Uh, but he goes on and to talk about some of the memories, uh, you know, with the Xbox in particular and uh, he remembers that his dad bought the first Xbox as a DVD player uh, for his new flat, <laughs> you know, whatever that is, and uh, to entice him and his brother to visit. <laughs> uh, I I don't remember, like, I have a really bad memory uh, for, like, some of these things I was trying to think of. Uh, I don't remember getting the Xbox, uh, like, specifically. I know I got it for Christmas the year that it came out, my mom told me that she went to Target, stood in line. She even got one of those like pre-order first day. Like it was like a tripod cloth chair and it had the Xbox logo on it. And I used that for a long, long time. Um, so I, I was, I've been with Xbox since the beginning. Um, but yeah, he, he goes on to say that he remembers buying a 360 a month after that came out. Uh, and he was looking uh, for something to make a quick buck on it. Uh, so he paid it, uh, or he, that's how he got it with somebody trying to make a quick buck. So he paid an extra 100 pounds, uh, and then he did the land parties, and the 360 died in the middle of the night, and he went to the store to pick up a new one without hesitating, just like I did. Um, he, he also recalls some of the newer uh, things in the Xbox lifespan, uh, the backwards compatibility announcements. He loves seeing those. I have bad news for you now, uh, Ruderick. No more of those. No. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, he remembers every second of joy and suffering that uh, in these boxes, these plastic boxes that uh, we uh, we game on every day bring uh, throughout his what he says, nerdy teenager years all the way up to his even nerdier 30 something uh, years. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I share a lot of those feelings uh, as you, bud. And uh, and yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty obvious to say that we wouldn't be here. Uh, I think that for me, I've went, I always went where my friends were, and yep. when I again, I have a really bad memory of why I wanted the original Xbox, but the 360 kind of came along at a time when um, you know all my friends were playing those those games uh, a little bit after launch, and they brought them into school and stuff. And so I, that's when I started to get into that there again, playing all night with the same friends. Uh, and then when it came to Xbox one, again, the people I was around, that's what they were playing. And I wanted to play with them and uh, it, it's continued that way. I, I don't play with them anymore, but now I play with, you know, you guys. So it's it, that, that I always play where my friends are because that's what matters more to me, I guess. 
Oh, yeah. Friends definitely drive where you're going to go. Follow your friends on PlayStation, you're going to get a PlayStation. Follow your friends on Xbox, you're probably going to get an Xbox. Probably a good Just thing, too, because if I, went play, if I stayed with PlayStation, I'd probably be a weeb because they have a lot of weeb games. Especially back in the day with physical games, right? You might borrow games from your friends, stuff like that. Yeah, as long as you had your own memory card, you know, you're good right. to go. <laughs> your own physical Oof, memory, memory card. That's funny because, uh, you were asking something about, like, what, how do we play all these other consoles? And that's the thing, like, I don't. Like, I get them, and then I play Ratchet and Clank, and then I'm, you know, I set that aside until the next Nathan Drake comes out or something, or, you know, the Metroid Dread. But thankfully, Nintendo is very kind to me, and they only put out a game every five years. That's true. Or every 10 years that I actually want to play. <laughs> but not the 360, or not the Xbox. The Xbox is just, that's like every day. So, oh, there's so many we're addicted, like mental. All right. Uh, and there was one more from OM Jesus. She says, I remember when I got my 360 and popped my first achievement. It completely changed how I game. It definitely changed how I game because it made me approach games differently, sometimes in a good way, sometimes bad. For me, Xbox and Achievements has given me a community via TA that I didn't have otherwise, and it has honestly been life-changing for me. I went from having very little in common with people to being part of a continually growing community that I am more than happy to consider my closest friends in. The inclusion I found in Achievement Hunting and Xbox gave me friendships that go beyond our shared hobby, and I know it's cheesy, but I'm so happy that gaming was able to provide this to myself and many others. Well, once again, OM Jesus, if that is your real name, I wholeheartedly agree with you. We, like Corey said, we would not be doing this podcast if it weren't for the xbox system but i'm just thinking back 20 years and pretty sure we didn't uh i mean maybe i guess i'm sure there were online forums and stuff but online didn't really drive what i was doing it was friends in school right and now it's you can play with people all over the world and it's just so remarkable and of course i made long-lasting friends i never would have met michelle i never would have met all of you guys i never would have thanks to the internet and thanks to true achievements and thanks to online achievements and love them or hate them but that's what got us here a lot of all that stuff so yeah she mentioned pop achievements guys remember what your first one was or have an idea of about what it would be i personally don't know I would guess it's either Grawl 2 or like Oblivion would be my first one. Yeah, I don't recall uh, specifically like seeing it for the first time or uh, even really like wanting to do it more. I, I do remember at some point, somewhat early on, um, I, I, I would probably guess 10,000 gamer score. So it was probably a couple years in, uh, if not, you know, a good chunk, a good handful of years. And I remember Googling, um, like, what is a good way to get a thousand gamer score? Or something came up. Is that a, a thousand gamer score in five minutes? And it was the Avatar game. Of course. And I remember going to Hollywood Video and renting it, getting home, and five minutes later, seeing all of those pops. Cause, you know, the 360, uh, it would say, like, if you did it fast enough, it said, like, five for a thousand gamer score or something. And uh, that, that, Something happened in me at that time uh, where I had to do that more. 
And that's when I found 360 Voice, which made me get a Hollywood video unlimited rental. So I would literally go and rent a game and take it back the next day because I paid by month. And uh, I would do that so, so, so much just to get a, comp, a an influx of easy games, quick games, which were, you know, were like six to ten hours at that time. <laughs> yeah, I remember... I remember my my, my friend Zach. He got the 360 first. I think he might have even got it like day one, and then I wound up getting it for Christmas or something like that. And we were playing once again either Grawl or Call of Duty Three. I think that had achievements. I think that was for 360. I didn't get an achievement or doing whatever it was that unlocked the achievement. We would unlock an achievement, and we'd see the achievement pop and go, "What is this thing? What what's an achievement?" Like what's gamer score and trying to Google go online and be like and try to figure out it's like well what is gamer score? Can I, buy anything can I like this? turn this? Can I turn these in for yeah. something? Can I exchange it for something games? And nope, it's just useless internet points. But it was cool getting the achievements. It's like oh this is neat. And I remember like comparing myself to my friends and then random people all that I find online it's just like all right what's your gamer score at it's like oh man you're at fifty thousand gamer score what that's so high yeah I, I i mentioned how i you know had that change at some point you know i was balancing the two lives of bro gamer and uh, achievement hunter and i remember renting hannah montana and at that <laughs> point like oh, on gosh. your xbox the dashboard like you could see like your friends like recent stuff and i remember like just loading up a bunch of empty games afterwards. So I would push that down the list <laughs> and they, they eventually found it and they called me out on it. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, weird times. Mine turn. If you're mine is exactly what I thought it would have been, which is uh cameo or cameo, you know, everyone's favorite on the discord. Um, that was my first achievement. And I don't remember, especially, you know, being thrilled to see an achievement or, you know, I don't remember one way or the other. If I was upset or if I was happy or if I was addicted, definitely wasn't addicted because my gamer score was super low uh, and I didn't really compare myself to anyone except for when I was playing World of Warcraft and then I saw my friends, <laughs> their gamer score was higher than mine. I was like, well, that's weird. Uh, like they've got like 30 and 40 and I've got like 8,000. So uh, let me just fix that. And then, you know, here we are today. Nice. My uh, first one, according to TA, was in Street Fighter 2. Um, it's called I Got Next. It's for playing a match in the online quarter mode, which, of course, uh, you know, for us olds, I mean, I, I assume you guys know that arcade games used to take these things called quarters. Before. No, what's <laughs> There's that? a coin shortage. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I... I I guess I have another story about my son, but I was explaining to him how you would put a quarter up when you were next, and that's how that's how you would know you were next if your quarter was up there. And now if you go to the arcades, they still have arcade machines, but you just put in the fancy little David Buster's card or something like that, and you don't got to deal with real I got money. a wristwatch for Dave and Buster's. What? They have wristwatches? Yeah, it's like, it's like a... It's like a Disney I mean, it's thing. not like a watch watch. Right. It's like... It's banned. Oh no! It's like a band, and you just you know hold your wrist up to the yeah, game. I haven't and seen that. Band. No, we have the card, and yeah. 
you put the card yeah, in you and cards at Chuck E. Cheese now. And then the card also keeps track of how many yeah. uh, tickets you have. So you don't even get physical tickets also. The tickets just go on there. Yeah, that's no fun. E-tickets. Yeah. <laughs> How are you supposed to steal tickets from kids? <laughs> I know. And I would always like very slowly pull them out of the machine. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> like, try to get it to rip an extra ticket in. Yep. Yeah. I always liked like when you would go to Jeepers or Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, and they had like the basketball hoop that was shaped like a shoe. And when you finally got tall enough, you can just kind of put your hand in there and just wave in front of the sensor. And you just get like all the tickets in the machine. Did you say that there's a place called Jeepers? I've never heard of that. Uh, I think that's a local thing. Did anyone else do the... Um, real confession time here. Did anyone else drill a hole in a quarter and put some fishing wire on that? No. And then, you didn't do that trick? I did that trick. Or I tried to. I never, never did that. That's amazing. That's, that's like... Didn't actually work. Out of all effort, I would never do that. <laughs> but I am cheap, well, so I, tried I wish I did. Didn't work. Oh, it didn't work. No, yeah, it like after work. it gets past a certain point, like yes. the lever goes down and you yeah. can't get it. Well, back. I think I didn't use fishing wire. I think I used twine or jute. <laughs> oh, it was too thick, so I think it, I think it stopped before it got in there, uh, which probably you know kept me from going to prison. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about that trick. I never did it. I was always too lazy to do it. I'm sure it was just a funny thing in a book or a movie or something wasn't I think it was actually like a, working in a movie yeah they like would have a, a knife that would come down and just in case anybody you know like you were to try to do that trick but uh yeah I think that'll do it we for totally, that topic unless uh, anybody else has anything they want to add totally went uh, <laughs> somewhere else with <laughs> it well, I, I will add that, you know, th- this all came from the, the 20th anniversary and they had their little event um, where they announced the last and final batch of, you know, backwards compatible titles. I think there's like 70 uh, that got, you know, FPS boosts and things 76. like that. And then uh, they you, know, you have something about that. I do. Did it, I missed that that was the last batch. Did they say that? You have to read. Yeah. Oh, well, the final I was gonna say, I that's I wish, sad and that's really dumb. I wish instead of seventy six games, they did the weekly thing for another year. I think it would have been more fun that way. Just drip feed you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Five. A what week. they said, Kenny, was that uh, it's the last and final batch due to licensing and, and other issues. So, uh, assuming uh, it's, you know, assumedly they've already done the research and this they cannot get any more because assumedly. Of, you know something. Is that a word? Anyway, it is they, now. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite parts was that they announced a six-part uh, documentary series about Xbox, and I'm a sucker for video game documentaries, and so I can't wait to uh, see that. That comes out next month. Yeah, I. That's going to be awesome. I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah, and then and then of course there's Halo, but yeah. Ah, uh, then there's Halo. Stupid Halo's got to go on Paramount. Now I gotta get a subscription for that. I mean, you can come visit New York, but it's really it's like five dollars a month for power for Paramount. Oh no, that's Peacock. Oh, is that all? That's Seven, Peacock, but yeah, we just wait for the whole season to be over, and then you go spend your five bucks. Yeah, yeah. or, or, or you get a trial. You get a trial for oh, free. I did that for Paw Patrol, and then you know, here Stop two it. months later, we still have Paramount. <laughs> but I, I, I like Paramount. 
Oh, there's still. I oh, I saw Clifford on it. It was, it was banger. No, th- this was the movie. Clifford the was movie. a banger. Uh, I was just about to say, okay, how was the Clifford movie? Because I love Clifford. Way, way better than I thought podcast. it was going to be. So it was like a three out of ten. It was better than Angry Birds movie. <laughs> Stop it! That's it. We're we're dropping gloves today. <laughs> Reese's. You. Reese's. That's fine. Just don't speaking. You can say Reese's. Just Angry don't Birds. disparage Angry Birds. Greatest movie of all time. Corey, did you Jesus. see the uh, high score documentary on Netflix? Yes. Loved it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, I, I've seen several, so I don't know if I'm getting them mixed up. There's one uh, on Paramount, that, that but I haven't one, seen it. No, no, I'm thinking of Console Wars. There's, there's another one called Console Wars. Yeah, King of Kong's That's different. old. Okay. It is old, and I, I love King of Kong. But Console Wars was about, you know, the Nintendo Sega era. And Xbox kind of reminds me of Sega. Like they're, they they were the cool ones. Maybe that's why I wanted an Xbox. I think, yeah, that's why I wanted an Xbox. They were cool. Uh, for what? Sega was cool. Yeah, Sega was what Nintendo don't. Yeah, I never understood that the whole blast processing for Sonic. But if you played Sonic like that, you died every time. You had to slow down and <laughs> see where you're going. Damn you, Sonic. All right, we're off on a tangent. Thank you for the question. I think Michelle uh, <laughs> thought of the idea to ask that. So thank you, Michelle. Yes. And for all the people in the patron Perfect. room, make sure you read the rules. Corey said to use the patron link. A lot of you started spitting your answers in the Discord, and there were some good ones. But uh, we took the ones that were posted to Patreon. and they They get lost in the Discord. Yeah. There's too much conversations going on. Yeah. And also, we'd be reading stuff for an hour. Yeah, we don't we don't that we tend too. to streamline things and, and have very short podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm don't so do that, that yeah. to us. Who needs a rabbit trail, right? <laughs> it's not like we need to take the last or the first, you know, ten minutes and talk about something stupid like Reese's. Nope. All right, nothing out now. All right. You're well, gonna have to censor that, let's a get lot. In, anyway. <laughs> let's get into the game showcase. Um <gasps> I've literally only been playing Hades and Forza, so instead of rehashing that stuff, let's go to Corey first. I want to hear about Grand Theft Auto. Oh shit! Here we go again. So I picked. Actually, he's been waiting for that. I have. You know he has. Yeah. So actually, I played. I played a a good three like good games that uh, I'll probably get like two of them out during the show. But the main one was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Definitive Edition. It came out on Game Pass. Uh, you could have bought it as part of the trilogy for like 60 bucks. And boy, oh boy, if you paid money for this, you might be mad. <laughs> I have seen a lot of crap on Twitter about this game. All right. So I don't, again, memory is very bad. I know I played part of San Andreas at some point in my life. Probably never finished it. I don't know if I've ever finished a Grand Theft Auto game, but I've played them all in some capacity. Well, San Andreas was one that I had interest in because I've always heard good things. Uh, when when I, when they renounced the the trilogy, I, that was probably the one I was most excited for. Now that it's free, that that helps even more. And so I booted it up, and I can see where like it's definitive. But I think charging what they did. Now you do get three games, and it's a lot of content. But I, I would really question if they took a bunch of employees and, and 
made them spend time on this because it doesn't look like they did much. Um, you know, some of the like the sky Not looks decent for for what they're trying to do. If they did minimal work, it looks good. If they actually spent time, it they did a very bad job. Um, on the Xbox Series X, at least you can pick between fidelity and performance mode. I think it was. Uh, you want to go performance. The other one looked like even worse poop. Um, and again, I, I'm, I've started this game. I'm about six hours in. I'm, I'm kind of just doing uh, a, a few missions here and there, main missions, and then doing a lot of story stuff, trying to get my handle on the game. And in this game, if you remember, like you actually have to go to the gym uh, or else you'll get fat. Uh, there are relationships to manage. Um, I, I think the other ones had like side missions um as far as like optional things like getting in a fire truck and putting out fires and stuff like that uh i've been spending most of my time doing and doing that stuff because uh as i came to find out not only do you get achievements for all this stuff but uh it benefits you in the game so like i i threw on netflix i've been going on through some some strange netflix shows and uh i did all the fire truck stuff so i am now fireproof i did all the ambulance stuff so i have permanent like major health upgrade. Um, and I think those are it. I had to do 50 uh, ambulance rides and that took like a good hour. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, I think that if you have a real fondness for Grand Theft Auto uh, and, and you're wanting if for one of these definitive edition ones and you're wanting to re-experience that, I would almost say don't you would probably ruin your memories and uh, just get mad. Keep your memories intact and hmm. uh, and just skip it. If if you want to experience it for the first time, I think it's, it's an absolutely fine way to go about it. Uh, or if you really don't care about them and you, you just want to, you know, experience them again and you don't have very fond memories, go for it. Uh, they're probably going to take you about 60 hours each. That's what I'm kind of seeing for completion times. But... Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a disappointment. So, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy it has three Vice City and San Andreas, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I, so, I got an important question. I was you well, go first. I'm I was sorry. just making sure. I, I was the only reason why I asked. I just want to make sure I was getting the right games before I said yeah. what I was going to say. San versus San three L <laughs> three. I played. I'm going to answer L Oosh. before. He asks his question. Oh boy! I okay. I turn off the radio every time I get in the car. Uh, what? <laughs> what? I'm watching Netflix. That wasn't even my question. What? But you're banned from the podcast. Oh my gosh! How do you turn the radio? Well, off? wait a minute. That wait a minute. Like wait one of the best parts of what is it like being wrong over so my much show. when you play that game. <laughs> now I've never played San Andreas, but I assume it's more of the hip hop variety because. Vice City. Oh, the, oh, oh, oh! That brought that brings me to another point. Yeah, oh, like um, I, I was thinking this when when I played it, and I know like Red Dead Redemption Two and and Grand Theft Auto has been on Game Pass for like very short stints, but I've never played them uh, because I own them in other capacities. This like well, as soon as you load it up, like it is like East Coast gangster stuff going on. I don't know how they got this in Game Pass because you know kids have game pass i mean i guess there's parental okay. filters but i think you could still set like parental controls where you can't download rated m games or something probably like that. but like it is just 
off the 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 chain with uh, <laughs> the yeah. f bombs and yeah. that's what the, the kids the, say the racial the t- slurs that I'm I can't say. <laughs> I would say back then GTA was more about um, shock as well. Mm-hmm. Like right, they tried to shock you with things. Uh, well, some of it is shocking. Today. Some of it is hilarious if yes. like you go into it with a uh, just an open mind. Um, and, and some of the missions are just like real trivial. It's like yo, like I, you had to go through the drive through. I think that's a pretty uh, um, yo, <laughs> pretty. Important. I was just gonna say, I love that he said yo. He was about to do an accent. I want to hear just it. Like, no, I'm not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah. Yo, there, get off of missions. my property, yo, yo, son. There's some missions you just gotta drive somebody to somewhere. You shoot somebody, and you drive them back home. It's like what? Come on! And like the wanted level so far has been that's a typical day in Baltimore. The wanted level has been ridiculous. Like I could. I hit a cop and two streets over, I'm clear. It's, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Oh, and if you just sit there idle, like uh, there will be a traffic stir and a shootout in front of you. And it's just funny to watch. It sounds like Baltimore. (laughs) And I've seen people shrink into the sidewalks. People float above tables that they're sitting on. It's, It's been all over the place. But with, you know. So why do you turn off the radio memories? Because I'm watching Netflix. But, that's why. But, but that, I but, do. But, I multitask when I game. I can't. To. I can't just focus you on. You multitask the game. by playing Grand Theft Auto and listening to the radio. <laughs> right. I think that's how you multitask. I in think this game. it I makes the game so much ADD. better. ADD. I can't do it. Because then you also hear the sound Did. of the game. Well, I can listen to CJ uh, talk to Big Sweet and. Also, watch Tennessee <laughs> Pickers look for Tell junk. Tell me you're white without oh. telling me you're white. <laughs> I just want you to read off the, the cast of characters. That's amazing. He watches CJ on Baywatch. <laughs> that wasn't even the question I was going to ask, actually. What was the question that you I were don't even ask? know what my question I was now. I was fascinated by the whole concept of going to the gym and getting fat. So if you get fat, what happens? You like run around and get tired in two seconds and like you get pulled over i guess i'm not experiencing that I would love to i'm know. going to the gym i'm experimenting with all of the different Are there achievements for all these for dating and these things there is there there's achievement for 100 percent of the game oh here's one of the best parts 100 percent the game so you got to do everything then you start a new file and that achievement is dot 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 here we go again it, it's really fun um, oh that's so good but there is an achievement for getting like the maximum weight or the maximum fatness or something. So uh, it kind of works. Uh, you have a save system. Now I look that so up. you can do multiple save slots. So I, I'm just going to go to an earlier one that I have when the time comes that I want to get fat and I'll just get fat over there. <laughs> and then I'll tell you, but I do think, yeah, you run out of breath probably. Oh, and uh, I, I know you've mentioned it before related. There is an achievement for drowning in this game. <laughs> <laughs> so just touching water. Yeah. Well, this one you swim. But uh, is this, I, the first one okay. this one you can yeah. drown. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get too far into that one. I uh, remember. First came out. I, I remember playing it. That actually not too far. That actually it, it's been me really tough. Vice City, just touching the water and and dying. Yeah, that that. It, it's been really I, tough I really because want, I, yeah. I don't expect it to last a long time in game pass it's you're not it's not gonna be one that i'm gonna blitz through in two weeks so i i am playing it like you know in smaller chunks 
But I, at the same time, I have Riders Republic and Forza Horizon just dropped and Halo. And there are other indie games that are good. Like, there's just so much stuff coming out right now. And it's, it is tough. But uh, I, I remember. I, I'll, 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 I'm going to try to keep chipping along. And I said the same thing with Riders Republic. And I haven't been back. So you know, I'm sure this will go swimmingly. No pun intended. <laughs> I remember my question. Did they update the controls or does it still feel like a PS2 game? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that they did. Like that was part of their their feature list, but I don't know how they did it. I know there's like you hold in the trigger, the the bumper and like a, a wheel comes up. I don't know if that's probably okay. not a thing. I don't know. Well, I mean like movement. Does it does the movement feel I mean old it's it feels like it's an old game, but at the same time, it, I don't know. Yeah. I'll just say, yeah, it feels like an old game. So there's like no okay. quality of life, right? Like this is just a port straight port. You're asking the yeah, guy. It feels like they haven't done anything to make the game feel current at all. Probably not much. There is auto aim. I don't know if that existed back in the day. Uh, I don't know. They I might have made it. shooting easier. I think I do remember hearing that. I was yeah. going to ask if you had the 360 version. Looks like Nate does, and he's uh, gotten two <laughs> achievements from 2014 to 2019. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposedly a bad port as well. So that was the phone See, port. See, this is the only one in the trilogy that I never played. That's why I'm interested in it. I think that I think that you should because you haven't played it. Right now, it has 24 completions. It's worth 33,000 TA. Wow. Wow. 70,000 starters. Nice. People wanted it. People played it. I can't believe there's people. Well, I don't know why I say it. there's. I can't believe that people have already completed it. I should. It's, it's TA. People are crazy. I'm, I'm looking right now. That's still a lot. You do have to play a little, just a tiny bit to get it on your tag. I've heard a lot of people start it and see how it is. And then they, they don't even get it on their tag. They don't get that far. So... Take that for what it's worth. I have seen that comment. The list looks like it's the same. Do you know if there's any chance that like a patch is coming to fix some of the bugs? Well, probably not. They don't need to. That's they've what I figured. No, right. they've, they've got. In fact, to. instead of releasing a patch, they're just going to float out early the announcement that they're going to make a Red Dead uh, Redemption Three. So uh, now, Nate, when you play Red Dead Redemption, what radio station mm-hmm. do you listen to? Uh, I listen to um, uh, Nay <laughs> Amish Paradise. Nay Radio. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> I actually haven't played enough of uh, RDR, so I need to go back. Need to hey, Rockstar! Mm-hmm. Now you need the remaster Red Dead Revolver. Oh yeah, it was on the backwards compatible Bring list. I thought Nay would be excited up. about that. I do need to download it so I can stream it. Ooh. Force mental to watch it. <laughs> and Kenny, when you have a LAN party, uh, is that Xboxes or Xboxes? Xboxes. I'm not oh, crazy. Okay. Xbox I. <laughs> God, I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go on to the next game. Nate, what you got? Sure. Well, in keeping with the tradition um, or the, the theme of people questioning the way we pronounce the name of the game, uh, Waka, <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, the game I played is Rocky or Rocky or Ro- I- I'm not sure how mm. I would pronounce that wrong. It's it looks to me like Rocky. What is that? <laughs> now, this is a game Roiky. 
that I knew about a whole two weeks ago uh, when we when we talked <laughs> about it or when it first oh showed gosh. up in the research list for coming real soon. And that was episode 169. Um, let me tell you about Roki. Uh, I love this game. Whoa. We know. We see the art style. Oh we God. know you love this game. <laughs> you, look at the, you look at the thing. You know <laughs> that I like the art style. And I think I mentioned this back back in 169 is that this looks like a game made for me because it looked like a cross between um, Rhyme and uh, just another game that I would love, (laughs) right? So I was like, oh, I definitely need to check this out. So uh, thankfully, we we grouped up and we did that 20th anniversary quiz and I got some uh, Xbox bucks out of it uh, that, you know, they'll go towards gear, but whatever. I pretended like it was real money. So I went ahead and bought this. Um, didn't feel bad about buying a new game and <laughs> my gosh, it's awesome. Um, so what is Roki? Roki is, they call it adventure on TA. They, they label it as adventure and it makes sense, but it really, I was thinking it was just by looking at the screenshots and a little bit of trailers. I thought that it was uh, rhyme mixed with limbo. Right? It looked like one of these nice. games that are coming out, like Planet of Lana. Like, really looking forward to that in 2027 or whenever that thing is going to come out. But it's not that. Um, this is more of a kind of like a point and click uh, adventure game hmm. a la the original King's Quest, like on PC. So, this is a. That's a mashup? Yeah. Yeah, so, but that really speaks to me because I, I love King's Quest. My dad and I would get together after work. He'd come home from work. I'd come out of the coal mines and we'd sit down and we'd play King's Quest together, uh, just trying to solve it without a guide, just trying to figure this stuff out. Um, and that's what this game reminds me of. That's the, that's <coughs> the quick of it. Uh, it is Scandinavian in nature, it takes place in a Scandinavian uh, wilderness and Scandinavian mythology. Uh, which is why uh, Waka will tell me that I'm murdering pronunciations. Um, it, like I said, it's basically a point and click. Uh, it's labeled as adventure, but there is zero combat. There's no combat. There's no platform. Weird. There's no really? skill involved in this game. Okay, so you're not you're not going to be timed to do anything. You're not going to have to make weird jumps or anything like that, or have to deal with finicky controls. And like I said, you're not going to kill anything. So as far as the adventure component goes, that that's missing. But it's not as simple as a point and click where you're just kind of, okay, I'll go do this, I'll go do that. There's a lot of exploration involved. Um, and that's why I say if, you, if you're familiar with that original King's Quest, it, it really takes me back to that. Uh, the art style is very similar to Rhyme. It's this beautiful, kind of very simplistic art style. But you would think with that kind of an art style that, okay, well, they're kind of limited in assets or they're limited in designers and there's not going to be a whole lot to go on. This game is um, they spend a lot of time on this. It's very intricate. It's not, they're not cutting corners. There's a lot of cool cut scenes. There's a lot of cool scene changes, lots of cool stuff going on. So the, it looks very pretty. Yeah. So the art style doesn't mean that, you know, they didn't put any, they don't have a budget. Um, there's a lot going on in this game. It, it, it's really something you want to dig into. Um, when I first started playing, it seemed very basic. It seemed like there was, no, you know, okay, I walk into this room. Okay, yes. I don't have much to do. I go from left to right. No problem. Oh, there's a thing on the ground. I pick it up. Cool. It's in my inventory. Great. Now I know what inventory does. Um, you're talking to your brother. 
and uh, oh, my brother, his his doll is broken and he's very sad. In order to progress to the next room, I need to fix that doll. Okay, so oh, let me go look around. I can't progress until I find the things in the scene, and then I have to use a thing on the thing to fix the doll, right? So I'm like, okay, it's not too complicated. I've only found two things, and I have to combine two things. So they're they're very slow to kind of start and walk you through it. The puzzles seem kind of simplistic at first. This game has three main chapters. The first chapter is kind of an introductory, fairly short, maybe half an hour to an hour. Uh, the second chapter is where you're going to spend the bulk of your time. I've spent hours uh, in, in the second chapter because it just really opens wow. up. There's a whole bunch of different areas to go to. There's a lot of backtracking. There's a lot of figuring things out. There's parts of this puzzle. The solution is found like way over here and... You know, so it doesn't, it's not linear in terms of, oh, I just go to this room, I solve this room, I go to this room, I solve that room. There's going to be some of that, but there's also going to be um, taking those things to other places uh, to solve the puzzle. Oh, you're going to love it because, well, I shouldn't say you love it, but one of the things you like is talking to people thoroughly. Um, yes. You will get clues by talking to NPCs and you'll get more clues by talking to them more. So... You may talk to them once, they'll tell you one thing. If you talk to them again, they'll tell you just a little bit more information. If you go do something, you come back, talk to them a third time, they'll give you even more information. Uh, you don't have to write this down. It's written down in a journal for you. You can go back and look at all that stuff and scroll through it, and it kind of helps you to find, number one, combinations that you have to enter um, or lists of regions that you have to collect. Those sorts of things are already cataloged for you in the logbook, and it's very interesting. Um, interestingly, um, you mentioned uh, King's Quest. Yes. In the uh, documentary I was just talking about High Score, the, uh, one of the episodes was about role players, role playing games, mm -hmm. and uh, okay. Roberta Williams was heavily featured, and her, oh, and, cool. uh, right. and her husband, and Ken husband. Williams, who uh, yeah. did all those Sierra games. Yeah, yeah good old Sierra games. Mm -hmm. uh, you should sue Larry, baby. <laughs> Um, okay, so now for the bad things. Uh -oh. There are bad things. Um, there are a few missables. Um, one of the achievements is for looking <sighs> at 50 items. So picking up these collectibles, looking at them in Whoa. your journal. And some of them have points of no return. Uh, you cannot have, you can't, there is no chapter select, so you can't go back. If you miss something that's in chapter one, there's no going back. In addition Gross. to that, there's sometimes sequences, there's cutscenes and things that happen. And sometimes those collectibles are no longer collectible after an event happens because the scene has changed and you can't get it. Um, if you do miss one of those, I think you have to do a full playthrough. Uh, so that is not great for everyone. I don't care. <laughs> the game is so good. <laughs> the game is so good that I have gotten beyond that and it doesn't bother me at all. I, I was like deep into the second chapter. I was getting close to the third chapter. I realized, oh man, I, I missed, I definitely missed one or two things. Like I'm going to have to do a full playthrough. And I, I said, okay, I'll just go do it. So I, I just started messing around to see if things would happen. I, I restarted chapter two because I thought, okay, I've gotten everything in chapter one. I think I'll just do chapter two over again. Now that I know all the solutions. It should be much faster. Uh, when I did that, I lost all of my items from chapter one. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing the whole thing over again. So, um, so yeah, so I, I played it over from beginning last night, and um, I am so in love with this game that I thought about doing a walkthrough for it. 
Wow. Yeah. It, it, started- it is. Wow. Based yeah. off what you're saying, it is. It seems to be criminally underplayed. Yes. There's 54 starts. There's two completions. Uh, and I think there's a couple oh, people wow. that no are near the end, this. but then they probably hit that. Oh, I missed a thing and I have to do the whole thing again. And then they probably said not worth it. Um, so because of that, it's inspired me to to basically create a um, not a walkthrough because, my gosh, I asked on the Discord. That seems involved. It's way more work than I want to put in. But what I'm going to do is do the research and put together a um, like a, a wireframe saying, hey, this is what you need to make sure you've done before you move on. Uh, or else, like, this is a point of no return. This is a point of no return. Uh, and just put those things together and say, this is kind of like a, you know, if you've hit this point, you're okay. You know, if, if you're about to move on to this point, <clears throat> make sure you have this. And so that's kind of the signposting that I want to do and just post. And maybe that will make people more likely to um, play this game, experience it, and see if it's for them. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then I guess one other small grievance. If you have to play it a second time, there's no ability to skip dialogue. There's no ability to speed it up. You just kind of have to wait, wait it out and let it go. But like I said, this game is made for me. Uh, I love the art style. I love the story they're telling. I love the exploration and the puzzles. It is awesome. Uh, and that is how long is it? So (laughs) I was at about five hours. I was about five hours and I was close to the end of chapter two. Uh, from everything I've seen online, chapter two is the longest chapter three. I would assume is probably another hour or two, maybe. So I, I would say probably about eight, eight to 10. I have spent nine and a half because I went through probably 70% of the game and then went back uh, 70 or 80% of the game. And then I went back to just kind of do the whole thing. I kind of sped through it. Um, So I'm I'm at nine and a half right now. So you went back to get your missables. I went back to get my missables uh, to do it over from the start. And I was basically flying through things. I was not exploring like I was before. And there's no Uh, chance that you might beat the game and find out that you can chapter select. No, no, there's no chance of that. Um, so everything I've read said there's, there's no chapter. Gotcha. So I went around and I went looking, okay. there's actually a really cool walkthrough that is question based. And that's another thing that reminded me of King's quest. Like the manuals used to be like, how do I do this? Like it wasn't a walkthrough. It was like a guide for like, how do I get the thing out of the well? Mm. And then you have like one line that you cross off and it gives you a hint mm-hmm. and they have, you cross off the second line. It's the next level. Universal of the hint. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, Oh, you have to get a thing to open a thing. You know, and frogs hate water. You know, that sort of weird stuff. So they kind of <laughs> they give do. you like ascending hints, which is weird because frogs, frogs actually like water. But, um, but <laughs> don't splash. So, yeah. So, this game is great. I love it. I hope other people enjoy it. I hope that this gets people to at least check it out. Uh, and it is Roki, and I am murdering the pronunciation. I am sure. Rokai. Stop it. <laughs> no, it's the O. Oh, it's Roki. Key. It's Ro Killer Rookie. Instinct. Rookies. As long as it's not Rookie AF. <laughs> Rookies. I got you. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, well, nah. oh, actually, one final question. Worth the $20? For most people. Hope not so. for you. Probably not. Probably not worth $20. i am sure on a sale or definitely if it goes to Game Pass, check it out, obviously. Uh, 10 bucks, I'd say, yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah, it's a good time. All right, In that case, let's uh continue on into some sales. Bye bye. Uh, 
Okay. What? I don't get to talk about games I played. You have nothing on the sheet. There's a sheet? Well, the doc, fine. It's a podcast? That's because I got a potpourri to talk about. Okay. Well, in that case, I like since you didn't write it down, I didn't my know. Fault, my fault. I'm just trying to follow the script. My fault. We go by the seat All of right, our well, pants Well, in that case, here. what would you like to talk about? The podcast about? isn't long enough, uh, sir. Never. Never. <laughs> Man, you remember the days when we would do like four-hour podcasts and everybody just loved it? Yeah, before we're on our way there now. Back when people, I mean, you had me, you had me at the beginning part. Back to when people didn't work from home. <laughs> yes, I remember. Well, basically, I don't have. All right, uh, what, what game do you want to talk really about? I don't really have a showcase game because I played a, a little bit of uh, a lot of things. So I was going to quickly talk about a couple of <laughs> the things. The Nate story. Yeah. No Rokai stories. <laughs> Damn it. So. I've been playing to my random to-do list, as I often do. But the last couple of months, I've been doing the scavenger uh, random to-do list, which doesn't tell you the achievements you need. It tells you just the games you need to play. And then by getting achievements, you can try to figure out the other achievements you need because they still go into ratio order. So I've been jumping around. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 came out, so what did I do? I went to play Forza Horizon 4, as it appeared on my list a couple times. So, yeah, that game... That sounds about that right. That sounds about right, yeah. That game... Uh, <laughs> so I did some stuff that I hadn't done yet. Like, I finally found my 15th barn find, and you know, I uh, reached round 10 of street scene. And I, Oh, the other... Actually, the other reason I played Forza 4, there's a lot of 20-pointers, and there's a 20-point challenge going on. So there's a lot of a lot of things going on. Right now, not to mention GTAS, there's a good uh, TA difference in the Forza games, also. Oh, yeah, everybody plays these games now. So, I played some Forza 4, and actually, you know what? I could talk about WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which, you know, as a big WWE fan, it's surprising that I really haven't got into this game. Uh, of course, it took showing up on my list to get into it, so I finally did. Sounds about like a normal like L, a normal thing L. To do. I got it last holiday season, and here I am. So it's pretty funny since uh, I know you guys don't follow wrestling, but there have been a lot of releases lately, which basically is a way of saying they got fired. So a lot of wrestlers have gotten let go lately. So the roster is hilariously out of date. A lot of guys are not there anymore. So there's that. Come on, Jables, update yeah, that. Yeah, Jables. Every time there's a new batch of people getting released, there's a meme about a 2K22 dev saying, what, what's going on? <laughs> They've actually had to delay the game because of these things multiple times. Oof. Yeah. So um, the game is not like the 2K normal series. It's more arcadey, like the WWE All-Star games or the WrestleMania, the arcade game. So it's just arcade uh, exaggerated looking guys you each guy only has like four or five moves and you know there's a there's a stage where you you fight in a swamp and you can throw your opponent into the alligator's mouth and he bites them and spits them out so just wild and crazy wackiness um it was pretty panned like i don't hate it i don't love it it's very repetitive after a while and uh, they did one cool thing in the story mode. Each chapter you play as a different person. So 
Um, you're not playing as the same one the whole time. But the dumb thing is you don't play as any of the wrestlers. You play as these random, basically created wrestler-style people. So you're fighting against the WWE guys, but you don't play as the WWE guys, at least from what I've done so far. I've done the first two chapters. So that was uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds. If you're a wrestling fan, you've probably already played it, unless you're me. Uh, the other thing I wanted to quickly talk about was Toe Jam and Earl, which was Michelle's Bitter Completions Matter game of the month. I played that game with her and her brother, Brian, and Prue. Good old Prue. So Prue is our uh, uh, the Toe Jam and Earl Whisperer. He guides us through. And we've talked about how janky the game is online before. After a while, just you fall through floors and it takes a while to do anything. But uh, Prue discovered that he could actually save the game at any time. And then we could load back in and things will be better for a little while. Uh, so there's an achievement called Mad Hatter to collect all the hats. And... Um, we wound up, um, let me start over. So in Toe and Earl, you, um, <laughs> what we have discovered in the past is that if an achievement pops for one, it pops for all four, which is fantastic. So if one That's person nice. gets the requirements, it'll pop for all four. So we were hoping this Mad Hatter achievement would also do that. So you get a hat every time you beat the game, you get a hat. So Prue has the most playthroughs, so we were hoping that uh, he would beat the game so many times and then have one hat left and then we would join him in the game and it would pop for all of us. But it actually did not. So Boo. we wound up um, accidentally figuring out a glitch because of the jankiness where we would we got a hat and then quit out or approve a dashboard and then the save would still be there. So we were able to load back in and get another hat. So that would save multiple playthroughs. So we were actually found a really nice glitch. Um, the only thing is you cannot just keep your save and invite anyone in. It remembers who you had in the game. So you can't share your save with people like you could maybe in other games, like in Fogs and uh, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. A lot of people share their saves. As far as we know, you can't do that because we tried inviting in like an alt, for example, and it wouldn't work. So we did that, and we got all our hats. So Michelle got her Mad Hatter achievement. And then there's another achievement for killing one of every bad Earthling type in one game. And there's a nice guide for that, and uh, you can checklist that. So yeah, we got a couple of big ratio achievements. There are like seven ratio achievements for doing this stuff. And it's a, it's a fun game. It's just after a few levels, it just becomes unplayable and crappy. So, huh. if anyone has any Toe Jam questions, we can hopefully help you with that. It only has uh, 3,000 starters. We hope it comes to Game Pass at some point, bump up those ratios even more. That would be nice. I'm kind of surprised that's, that hasn't come to Game Pass at some point. It really should, because Sega and Streets of Rage 4, uh, 4 is on there. Some other stuff like that. Yeah, um, Fogs, speaking of Fogs, Fogs came up on my list, so I played another level with my daughter. It's been quite a while, so like I've said in the past, that's a great game to play with the young one. You get to watch their <laughs> watch their minds go. Same. 
how do you solve this? And you try to let them figure it out before showing them what to do. So uh, there's another game you I want to talk in about. And I have them get get the achievement. I'm sorry, Kenny. And while they're playing Fogs, you jump in, have them get the achievements for you. No, no. I'm trying to see my eight-year-old daughter carries me in games. Yes, yes, she does. So <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, <laughs> but say, okay, you could say it. Yeah, uh, there's another game I've been playing that I hope to complete before next week, so I could have a good showcase game that's not uh, a baby game. Uh, I guess I'll say it now. It's Save the Ninja Clan. <laughs> Yeah, that game is way too hard for me, but uh, I hope to have it complete by next week. Good luck. I'm working on it. All right. Sorry to uh, yap for a while. (laughs) On to the sales. Well, that's what this point is. It's the point of of this part. The part of the point is the point of the part. Something like that. It's late. It's like Nate. Just say thanks point. for asking and talk to us. Thanks for asking. Uh, yeah. Now it's time for sales. <laughs> oh well, thanks for asking again. Um, <laughs> so going by the sheet here. Uh, oh boy, here we go. Recommending sales. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna say it's Creeks. Creeks is seven dollars down from twenty. It's a puzzle. It's from the same dev and the same style as Machinarium. It's uh, five to six hours. It's no walkthrough on TA, but walkthroughs can be found. Uh, this is definitely, you know, a point and click adventure fun puzzle thing. So uh, if that doesn't sound good to you, move on to It Came From Space and Ate Our Brains. Uh, it's $3.74. What a title. Yes, it's a, it's a fantastic title. Down from 15. So the traditional three seventy four down from 15. This is a shoot 'em up shmup. Uh, and in looking through the achievement list, it has difficulty-based achievements, which is always something that uh, people tend to be wary of. Um, supposedly, they're easier with co-op. Uh, and I thought that the solution said local co-op. I went to Co-Optimus, and uh, it says that the Xbox version does not have local co-op, but that it does have online co-op. So I have no idea what's going on. Uh, but I like my shmups, and I don't have friends, so I play them solo anyway. Uh, so, yeah. That is a bright and dark game. Cannot beat that price. Uh, and yeah, and it looks interesting. So I'm, I'm I, I can't say that. I'm a fan of the uh, lowercase. Uh, right? The words. Yeah, yeah. Every every looks case of each first letter in every word is all lower. It's weird. Yeah. And finally, um, a game we have talked about before, Shady Part of Me. It is $5.24 down from $15, and it is the the genre that doesn't exist, but Shadow Platform Puzzler. Uh, that needs to be a thing uh, in my life, because uh, that, that would categorize a lot of the games I like. Uh, it's the other art style that in gameplay that Nate absolutely yes, loves. the second art style that is near and dear to my <laughs> heart. Uh, shady Part of Me, check it out. It's a Shadow Platform Puzzler, where you a control contrast. both a, a girl and a shadow. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's cool. You take turns doing that. So good times. All right. All right. Well, let's get into the game pass. We've had a bunch of games that have dropped or have been announced today. As in while you are listening to this, 
two games that are now available through EA Play. Dead Space and Dragon Age Origins. These are both now available through the cloud. Um, November 17th is Next Space Rebels on the cloud console and PC. November 18th is XO1 Fate Tactics, My Friend Pedro, heck yes, and Undungeon. All of those are cloud console and PC. November 23rd is Deer Simulator, your average everyday deer game, <laughs> which is cloud console and PC. Mortal Shell Enhanced Edition, cloud console and PC. And then November 30th is Evil Genius 2 World Domination coming to cloud console and PC. So a couple of winners in there. I'm I'm very much happy to have my friend Pedro back. I did not get a chance to complete that game while I was there before. Yeah, I'm that's some bad news, it. Kenny. I don't know. You're not going to have time to complete it again. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not. There's too many damn games right S-Rex now. S ranks are tough, and yeah, and they keep just dumping games in Game Pass. But okay, when I say complete, I'm not. I, I I'm not trying to get the S ranks. I know I'm not that good. I don't have the patience to get that good to be able to do it. I just mean play it so I'm satisfied. You just want to schmoke plead it. Yes. I just made that up. I know you did. What? (laughs) Hey, did you guys see that uh, Flasco Man had an update? Don't care. What do you mean you don't care? We're talking about real games. So now you get to spend 10 minutes instead of five in it? If you're lucky. Double the length of the game, man. And would would G task around? People were wondering if anybody would uh, jump on it right away. Inferno did. <laughs> nope. It's at twenty eight thousand TA right now. <laughs> that we'll see good. what the decay brings. Yeah, I learned that Evil Genius too. That looks that fun. No that looks like dumb really fun. That's very much a kind of game. All right. And then we're also losing some games. On November 30th, we are losing Call of the Sea, FIFA 19, Football Manager 2021, uh, Football Manager 2021, the Xbox edition, Haven, Hello Neighbor, uh, frick, how's this one? Mork Mork Red? Mork Red? Okay, cool. And VA-11... Hall dash A Cyberpunk bartender action on the on the PC. All the other stuff is cloud console and PC. So that other game is like in San Andreas when you take down the other gang members, you get more cred. What game? <laughs> Yo. Yo. That was some excellent wordplay, <laughs> my friend. And then also on, the, Back on in December my 8th, we are losing Destiny 2 Beyond Light on the cloud and console. They were missing it. Yeah. I am sure there's at least one person listening that will care Jables. about this. I'm definitely not one of them. All right. But with that, let's get to coming real soon. Uh, Corey, you have the first game. This is timely. Um, so this is actually, actually dropped today. coming huh. uh, coming already out. So by the time you hear it, this game will be out because it is out. Is it out? Oh my gosh! 
I'm out a week and I can't. Yeah, it's talk. not so easy now, is it? It's uh, it it came out today uh, that I'm talking about, and I just scanned into TA, and I'm the first person to complete it. It's called a hey. yeah, it's called a short hike, and it was not it was on a short hike. It was not on the radar last week, so I didn't. I probably would have. I probably would have picked it because I've heard about it before, uh, but it, it popped up um, like yesterday, I think, and uh, I was able to get a copy, so I got it. I've played it and I completed it, and it says that I've done it in just over five hours, and that that's probably true. This is a short game. You can probably complete it Kenny style in two to three hours, depending on your platforming skills. And if you want to complete oh, it, not probably two or three to If you wanted to complete the whole thing, five to six hours is probably going to be where the estimate lies, unless there's a guide. Um, there, there are Steam guides out there, but this is actually an updated version, so a couple of things aren't there, and some of the cleanup you have to do for the achievements are are not documented at all, so you just have to wander around. But what is this game? So it's it's an adventure game that is kind of in a Animal Crossing-like world. You are this bird, and all around this mountain island that that you are on are other animals and you're talking to them and kind of the goal of the game is you need to make a phone call and you don't have any service so you have to get to the top of the mountain to make your phone call and uh in order to get up the mountain you'll quickly learn that uh you don't have the stuff to do it you have to find these feathers that allow you to uh basically do a double jump and a triple jump and a quadruple jump so on and so forth and uh then there's some other movement tactic that, tactics that come along, and um, it's just a lot of exploration and talking to people and filling out their little bitty quest lines uh, that ultimately get you these feathers so you can get up to the top. Um, I, it's really a cute game. It's very colorful, Nate. Uh, if anybody has huh. a, a you know the game with their kid, I think this would be really good for that. Um, even if they're not good at platforming and you have to do it, I think that you can just go through and talk to all the people and, and figure out what they need and kind of you have to remember what they need. This person's looking for this, so I need to make sure I uh, keep an eye out. Or this person needs me to collect these things. Uh, so as you go around the island, you need to just pick up these random things that you find. Um, there, there are... There, is never like anything that you run out of. Uh, so you don't have to worry about, you know, did I spend too much money here or did I miss a, uh, one of these collectibles because they seem to be popping up all over the place. Um, so that's really nice. It's just a really, it's a palate cleanser of a game and it is $8. I fully recommend it at $8. Um, yeah, I, I can't really recommend a short hike enough. Uh, I don't really do this. I pulled an L move and like I, I've looked it up hmm. and like the music is on the soundtrack is on Bandcamp and I, I listened to the soundtrack today. It's great, great what? music. Yeah, I know. And, but you uh, won't listen to the GTA exactly. radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I listened to this hell? little like it's not chip tune, but yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I can't I can't say enough good things about a short hike. And if you're looking for a palate cleanser, buy it. All right. 
Let's see. Uh, I believe Nate. Yep, Nate has the other coming real soon game. Yeah, so a little game on Friday, November 26th called Little Bug. So literally little. Uh, it is a bittersweet adventure platformer where you coordinate two playable characters to share a physics-based swinging mechanic in real time. Naya can walk and pick up items while her spirit light can fly and explore dark areas. Um, collectibles open up new challenge levels. So you get more levels if you find them collectibles. And apparently in researching, there's about three hours of gameplay. Uh, I assume that would include the challenging levels. Uh, it has generous checkpoints to let you play at your own pace. So uh, that's good because looking at the gameplay, it reminds me of a mashup of no time to explain and turn on. So no weird, time to turn right? on. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of weird. That's the title um, of uh, Corey's. Phrasing. Uh, never mind. <laughs> so um, phrasing. So it's good that there are generous checkpoints. Uh, that is that, not a thing. For that no time to <laughs> explain uh, secret sauce ingredient. Um, because some of those sections of no time to explain phrasing. were very difficult. And you really wish there was a checkpoint because you can get through the first part, but you know the second and third parts were also tricky, and you had to get that perfect run. Um, the Steam comments seem to make it seem like that's the case here, and some of those checkpoints or checkpoints alleviates most of that, but there there's apparently a huge difficulty spike at the end. So uh, maybe they'll fix that at some point, or maybe it's not that bad, and Steam players are just bad at the games. Uh, I don't know, but uh, check it out. It, it's got a cool. Uh, kind of um, neon lighting system to it. And uh, it just looks interesting. I, I do like that mechanic of swinging. Um, so eh, maybe, maybe it's for you. If you're not a platformer, just walk away. This is not for you. <laughs> well, right. instead of uh, coming real soon game from me, I am going to tell you to... Play the newly backwards compatible game 50 Cent Blood in the Motherfucking Sand. It is amazing. Me. I think. Why is everybody so into that? Because it's for, I was just about to I ask said the same thing, thing before I played it. So it's just. Is it available digitally? No, the no that was one problem. Well, many problems. Problem number one, it's not available digitally. And problem number two, I think it's. all the achievements? I think it shot up to like 50 bucks on eBay or something ridiculous like oh, that. Oh, uh, I was just looking at that, yeah. Well, I looked into the Japanese version. Um, and that's $50 for sure. So I, I assume you could just grab the Japanese stack because who wouldn't want to hear, uh, what up, gangsta, in Japanese? You know, that's just ooh, amazing. Oh, pick me. Uh, you, you, you're tired, boy. Wake up. It's only midnight. Wake up. What? <laughs> anyway, 50 Cent Blood in the Sand is amazing. Eh. Come on. It's like Army of Two, but with even more of a personality. Great. More games I want to play, but haven't. But have on my shelf. You have, but haven't. I understand. Well, if only there were some contests coming up that you could play them for. Oh, well, thanks for segueing. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the Gamer Tag Fine. Challenge. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You could just do that. Your tech challenge for this month is uh, my buddy. Apparently, this is a very mental night five episode. Um, he is the gamer tag, and his wildcard game is any new achievement or previous completion by developer Fulbright. There would be two games that would be Gone Home Console Edition and Tacoma. And the bonus 
is Baby Gamer. Achievements in games geared towards elementary school age. Uh, and there's a couple of those. So go find them. If you have any questions, check out the channel. Uh, and we will try to answer them there in a humorous response way. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Are you done adding in the GTAS stuff? Yeah, since Corey wasn't here last week, he's our bonus guru. Forgot to talk about the GTAS bonuses last week. The solo bonus. Well, why don't you go ahead and yeah, talk about I this am. week, though? Oh, okay. Why okay, start okay, hosting okay. now? God. Here. So the solo bonus last week was called Whole Game Club to end with the gamer score evenly divisible by 1,000. That one, I guess, was pretty easy, but I didn't bother. Mostly because Save the Ninja Clan has 33 pointers, and yeah, I just didn't bother. Um, the team one was called M&M. Lazy. <laughs> Toasty. End the period with all members having unlocked 20 achievements each with the letter M. Uh, our team got to about five each before deciding no. Corey, did you guys do that? Looked like you, I remember you posted some sort of. Oh, my pick. team almost didn't make the the cutoff. Oh. Of course. Yeah, I, I'm with randos, and uh, one of them barely showed up on TA, so no. Not a chance. I could have sworn you posted a picture with a bunch of M's. Like starting a bunch of games. Is that oh, else? I started a bunch of games because I was trying to be like Mental Knight, but oh. it had nothing to do with letter M's. Okay, I thought you got letter I was M's. bored. Oh. <laughs> uh, week two is uh, in solo and having unlocked 20 achievements on Xbox 360. Uh, now that's way more manageable, especially now with all the backwards compatible games. And the team side is, of course, annoying. And the period with double the TA score earned as last week. At least. At least, yes. So, at least. So, so, so you hit it on the head. It's going to be probably a high scoring week, too, just because of that bonus. Yeah. Uh, there's no badge for making it to week anything this time around. So I think my team's plan with Michelle and Death Dealers is to just play naturally and. If the bonus sounds fun, we'll go for it. If not, just play naturally. We, we kind of did this on the fly. Last year, did we call out the people who got eliminated? I feel like that was a thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm currently scrolling to uh, find the... Go to the... Uh, Thanks for trying, Club. Go to the Milestones room. It's it's easier. Oh, yeah, that, that would be easier. But I did find it... And uh, thanks for trying. Hackapone, Reset42, <laughs> The Joe Dean, all out on the individual side. On the team side, Shadowless Edge, Mick, Mr. Gompers, Philip Wendell, Mike Pitch, Dunkos, and Wheezy Fuzz. They're out of here. Yeah, I tend to think people don't want to go out week one. But we'll see if scoring. I don't even know what cutoff was. I don't either. But between. <laughs> All the, like, you, you all you sound like you're totally between all the crap we played and really solitary like, achievements. The way that we play, you probably don't even have to worry about cutoff for at least three weeks. Exactly. Yeah. Probably longer. All right. Well, in that case, uh, let's get into brag camp. 
Yeah, hey, Corey, take it away. Okay. For completions, Slayer reigning past 900 completed games. And Lucas, 1987, not only passed 2,345, they also passed 2,380. Yes, that's at least 35 completions in the past week. Crazy time. Wow. Figured I'd shout that one out. In ratio, Quick Don't Die and AS Unknown 1 both have a ratio of 2.1. I assume they're not cheating. In streaks, Falsereno, Falsereno, there you go, got that. I'm sure you'll edit that. Singing. 50 day achievement Easy win streak. Easy for you to say. Ace is currently on a 200-day achievement win streak. Cerebral Assassin, 300 days. Philip Wendell with 550 days. And Wakapel with 2,950 days. In Gamerscore Milestones, AS Unknown 1 has reached 50,000 Gamerscore. Uh, Fluttery Chicken has reached 250,000 Gamerscore. Prince it has reached a new milestone of 350,000 gamer score. Shadowless Edge, 650,000 gamer score. Wakapeo has hit the big 1 million gamer score, which honestly, I already thought he was over the million, but good job, Waka. Way to go on that. Get inside hey, that elusive Millionaire's Club. I didn't see any pictures Slayer with the Halos. And... What was that? I didn't see any picture of him posting his TV with stickers on it and halos on his head and showing his guns or anything like that or his hot sauce. I think he did it with like an Arc System Works game or something. Somehow missed it. Oh, congrats, Walk. I'm going to find it because I I did uh, comment on his feed congratulations and yes changing he completed settings. he completed river city ransom oh hell uh, yeah with the last completion with the last achievement being called completion and then he unlocked hey. the gamer score Good man. and then Good he went to play a really bad chili dog game <laughs> that i think you're gonna hear later oh he complained about it oh yeah 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 <laughs> And then three more milestones for gamer score. Slayer Raining has hit 1.3 million gamer score. Mental Knight 1.35 million gamer score. And Lucas 1987 2.2 million gamer score. That is a ridiculous amount of gamer score. Yep. There's an art to what Lucas does. In leaderboards, Alex. All right, that one was pretty good. I'll give you that. Alex R. Davies is in the top 1,000 of the England TA leaderboard. Chesno is in the top 1,000 of games played. Dan Piasifix is in the top 500 of the England Gamer Score leaderboard for a competitive ratio. I forgot what that means. Irud Turek is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard overall. Nicely done. Infamous is in the top 20 of the TA difference leaderboard for strategy. Kingsman2625 is now in the top 10 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Sandbox and the top 5 of the USA Gamerscore leaderboard for Sandbox. Uh, we had a whole segment a few episodes ago of uh, what a Sandbox game is. Check that out if you missed it. KT Echo is in the top 50 of the Ohio TA Ratio leaderboard. Mental Knight 5 is in the top 50 of the USA TA leaderboard. 
See, there's a good one for you, Frederico. And Quick Don't Die is now in the top 1,000 of the Gamer Score Leader Board. In Bregs, looks like a whole bunch of people just completed the multiplayer for Bioshock 2. Uh, Ace posted a picture. Looks like Icefire TN got the completion. And Jables, Mike Pitch, Nightwolf, Ahizo, and Ace himself were reincarnated. Uh, Nate, you want to tell us about that boost? Yeah, we had a Bioshock 2 boost. Sweet. Um, How'd it go? Uh, well, apparently a lot of people completed it. Did so you press good. A a bunch? Uh, we did. We did turret <laughs> boosting, which, if you don't know, is really a lot of pressing A. And uh, that's it. Pretty much. Oh, you also have to dodge the uh, the randos who aren't random because they're always there. Oh, no. Uh, people who play Bioshock 2 to this day and take pride in their kill death ratio um like yeah. like they're playing for fun oh yeah like they're playing for fun but i don't see how it's fun because <laughs> uh, there's no one there's no one on there except for people who are boosting it um so when we ran into them it was just it made no sense that they were there so congratulations to them i want to say there's another guy with maca and his name machiavelli, machiavelli. something <laughs> machiavelli apparently Corey also finished it which is weird because i don't remember seeing you there and I don't remember playing it. Go, go figure. It's weird. <laughs> I'm confused. If you're confused, you might want to join our Discord. That's where all the fun is had. Discord.io slash AH101. It's not time for the outro yet. Oh, my bad. Didn't Nate uh, get reincarnated too? I did. I did get reincarnated uh, after the fact. Apparently everyone else... Uh, they forgot I about get you. Online. Well, they were no, they were doing their boost, which is awesome. But I was prepping for the show and putting a child, uh, getting a child ready to be put to bed. Um, so I wasn't able to join, and then everybody popped reincarnation without me. So I, I jumped on as soon as I could and popped it uh, shortly after. All right, well, yeah, good job to the bi- that- good job to the Bioshock Two boosting crew. Yeah, I guess yes, and for everyone that came around and stuck it out. And, uh, you know, got in for however long they did. We had, uh, I think, like two or three shifts that were going. So it was a really uh, awesome to see everyone wow. come back after they already hit their 50 and put in a ton of time. Um, I know Nightwolf, Nightwolf was helping out. Yeah, he was in our party at least, playing. <laughs> he's got at least 35 to 40 hours uh, from this boost, whereas I think other people were luckily able to get it done in like 13, something like that. Jeez. And that's how much time he put in across all the boosts. So I did it like a decade ago. I tuned it out of my brain. Ugh. Oh, on Saturday we had a Forza Four Eliminator boost. Um, we had like fifteen people awesome. in party or something like that. It was crazy. Fifteen, yeah, and it would be great if we kept that going. We even get those numbers up. Let's uh, stress out the Xbox Party system. Yeah. From my recollection, this was like when we when we tried to play Eliminator on stream a couple months ago. It's random you just kind of have to search at the same time right yeah but now we, we got there's this good. new game out <laughs> there's this new game out that people are playing mm-hmm. uh, and they're not playing eliminator so much uh mm-hmm. so it's a little easier to get everyone into the same uh eliminator match okay so you said next time so everybody like didn't saturday night or oh no no but we we did make some progress some people got some i think we got at least I one win. Got his yeah yeah, and we got one win with the with the base car too. So, 
Um, I think everyone else is, we're grinding towards um, pickups. We're grinding towards matches played. We're grinding toward head to heads. So even if you're not getting that ultimate win achievement, there is progress being made and we're kind of helping trying to get people through. It's awesome. So join up Saturday nights. Check out the the channel. I think they started Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. I think Nate joined at 11 and Michelle and I joined at 12. And from what I heard, there were actually fewer people earlier. It was weird. There were some games that had like 22 people in it, which is actually very little. And then some games have like 40 something. You're like, ugh. But yeah. yeah I've been crossing time zones. Uh, you and I both wound up with the, um, I think the pacifist achievement, which is to yes. get to the finals Survive. in the level one car that you start off at. Luckily, we had friends that were kind enough to not attack us. Yes. So, yeah. We Thank you for not attacking round. us. Didn't win the final round. But getting that win is the, hard in that, that, in that last level car. One. Unless you knock out all the randoms somehow. Yep. But you see, community, it's all about community. Discord.io slash H101. We're just in a constant state of outro. We're not even there yet. I got <laughs> stuff. I wrote it down. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for writing. <laughs> I know. Like on a, all, all right. right. So Corey, it, go ahead and it's officially happening next week, which is Thanksgiving week. Some point during that time, I'm going to watch The Princess Bride on Twitch. Uh, there's what? a watch party. I think there's like limitations with some countries who don't get Amazon Prime or something. I don't know exactly how it works, but we will. I will be watching The Princess Bride there. It's I don't, happening. I'm guessing that like it it won't record, so it probably won't be available later. It, otherwise, it was just going to be audio with me playing a game or something while I watched it. So this is this is probably the best case scenario. So if you want to be part of that, I got an idea for that. Help you know, be with me while I while I suffer. You can do that. Uh, I'll it'll, it'll be in the Discord on like you know the exact day, and I'll give a little bit of headway but with the holiday i, I don't want to commit to anything just you should yet. record your audio as a play along so that people can start <laughs> it and listen to just your audio if they if they have an abundance of time in their lives i could probably do that and i don't imagine i'll be talking like through the whole thing but i could probably stitch it up and i'll figure yeah we'll, we'll do something good, good idea why not just do it in discord have the watch party in discord well this is for like people that can't, can't attend that watch party because Twitch and Amazon are, you know, daddy and baby, so you have to do it on Twitch. That's why. Sure. As okay. soon as you start streaming from a site that is streaming Princess Bride, they are smart enough to black out your screen. You're not going to see it. Okay. Anyways, that is Thanksgiving week. Um, the following week no no two weeks after that uh on the ninth is the game awards and i do want to stream that so look for that on thursday the ninth with all the reveals and whatnot and then sometime in december probably the later part i want to do rocker versus the server i do have some people that have some interest so it's me playing 1v1 or maybe even a team game uh against people from the server just because, you know, just to showcase how much better I am than them. <laughs> when you talk trash, you have to back it up. Oh, I can't you wait for that. You suck at movie watching. And it's going to be streamed, right? Uh, yeah, that. Stream definitely. it all. Okay. Yeah. So there's record. 
Okay, just making sure. And we need to have uh, gambling like we did last time. Yeah, yeah, we'll do gambling, and then the the game awards will have oh. uh, you know channel point gambling and whatever they have polls. We'll, we'll we'll do you know fun stuff while that's going on. Sounds good. And all that can be found on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash AH101. Uh, if you actually want to get in contact with us, you can do so by sending us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter, at Achievements101. Check out YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash achievementhunting101. And last but not least, if you want to be a patron and get in on all the action, all the fun stuff, or if you are just so kind-hearted and want to help us keep this show going, keep the community growing, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. We thank all of our patrons who so generously donate to us. Including love most you. recent patron, Northside. Hey. We love you. You made it do, weird. Do you love me? Let's go. That's what I try to do. Pay? Well, I, try, I try to make it weird. No, you don't pay. So. All right. Well, with that, class is dismissed. See you all next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Howdy, everyone. It's time to go back, way back, to the days of looking at cruddy graphics on your 360, knowing that any moment it could develop red ring-itis and end your gaming for weeks. These were the glory days, and many of the amazing titles have transferred over to the X-Bone universe and are backwards compatible. This segment is not about those fine games. This segment is about the ones left behind. This is Back to Back, where we discuss some of those games that didn't quite make the cut and why that might be. I am joined today by a man who is familiar with the non-backwards compatible games because he is waiting for Vicini. He told him to go back to the beginning. So he has. This is where he is, and this is where he'll stay. He will not be moved. It's Inigo! <laughs> What's up, man? How are you doing, Elroy? All right. I d- that intro was probably very niche i don't know that anybody else really understood that last part but well we know one person who will not understand (laughs) that last part and they may or may not go by the name of rocker uh yeah yeah so i don't know are call outs allowed yeah yeah all right then we're calling them out another person that probably wouldn't get his ex because you know he doesn't watch movies especially the alien series even though yeah i think he might i don't know (laughs) All, so, all the yeah. good, good, fun '80s glory <laughs> that they're missing out on. <laughs> I know it. It's a shame. It's it a shame. is. It uh, is. Oh well. Anyway, so this is, this is our first uh, run at this, and uh, we're talking about the non-backwards compatible games. So this one is, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a niche segment in itself, since a lot of people have probably hung up their 360s. And uh, speaking of Rocker, he got his out finally. He finally has got his 360 up and running. So a little shout out again to him. There you go. So Rocker's going global. The man's yep. now running at Series X's <laughs> and 360's. Now we just got to get him hooked on games from Windows Live and he'll, he'll have the trifecta complete. Get that man to connect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think all of those are not backwards compatible, right? I don't think those. No, they are not. I don't not. think those transferred over to the Connect for the Expo, but I don't think. No. I don't know. It seems like every one of those games has like a stack because they didn't. Anyhow, let's talk about... Well, I'll just kick it off with uh, the game I chose. How about... Okay. All right. I went with a wonderful game. Uh, as you may or may not know, I have been really pursuing the beat-em-up genre as of late. 
I decided that was going to be my thing. I, I decided, I don't know, you kind of have that moment where you like, this is the genre I enjoy best. And so I enjoyed dodgeball, but the, the, that roster wasn't really deep enough. So I switched over to uh, beat-em-ups. And in the last few months, I've gone from 50-something in the world all the way up to, I think I'm sitting in the top 20 now. So like number 17-ish or so, but I'm about to make another big move soon. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing a whole lot of beat-em-ups. And, uh, and so Spider-Man uh, kind of appeared on my radar because he has three freaking beat-em-up games. And so I dived right in with the first one that I uh, it's not the first one, but I think it's technically the middle one of the three, uh, which is Spider-Man Web of Shadows. So I must ask before I, ro- I get rolling on this game, have you played this game? I have not played this game. In fact, um, an interesting topic kind of came up. <laughs> so it was revealed recently in the Discord that I am actually an arachnophobe. Really? I am. <laughs> I did not know this. Uh, like all of them, or just the the really the ones that actually cause you damage. All of them. I really? I, I see Dang, spiders, man. and <laughs> it, it's not a pleasant experience for me. <laughs> Shoot, man! What what is uh what 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 happens? So like uh, I'm, I'm I'm this is more interesting than this stupid game. So what 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 have we got here? So I I will literally freeze up. Like, uh, on the spot, like, my, my entire body will lock when I see a spider. <laughs> so and you're just frozen in fear? Like, not uh, even, so, flight yes. or fight's letting you down, and you are neither one of them. You're not fighting, you're not flighting, you're... Neither. And my body fr- cannot fright? react to it. Fight, I, flight, or fright, I guess is the... It the is new... definitely a fright. <laughs> and <laughs> And I will just freeze up in position, uh. and I will start sweating profusely. It's... <laughs> It's interesting, and I've got a fantastic story for uh, about it, um, about an instance with with a spider one time. Um, might be a little lengthy to get into it, but uh, if anybody wants to hear it, I'll be more than happy to share it with them. <laughs> oh, man. On the Discord sometime. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Note to listeners, ask for the story that uh, Inigo may or may not have survived of the time that he saw a spider that got a little too close or something. Yes. Oh, man. I, hey, I, man, I, <laughs> I, had a, I had a Black Widow almost fall on my head at work one day. That was pretty scary. That was about the only time I was ever really scared of spiders, I, but I annihilated that little sucker, man. <laughs> I mean, I was so pissed. Get the like, flamethrower out. <laughs> oh, it's man, I, I, man I, I about killed that thing like five different ways, but I, I was so pissed. Like, I went into my closet at work. Like, it was the first day, like, back to, like, make her rooms and everything, and, and that thing came down, and it came within, like, I don't know, six inches in my face. It would have bit me right on the nose or something. And, oh, no. uh, oh, oh, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. But yeah, anyway, that was about the only terrible experience I have with spiders in my life. But wow. Yeah. Yep, that was pretty terrifying. So better you than those, me. Yeah, those things would have actually caused some damage. So yeah. <laughs> yes. But the other ones, like, uh, yeah, they don't, yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, so there you go. That's an excellent lead into the Spider-Man universe. Um, I'm pretty sure. I say I don't watch Marvel or anything like that, and so I, I don't know much about the comic book genres. Uh, as I've illustrated with the, uh, I think the last back-to-back I did on one of these games, which was the Fantastic Four, where I Oof. literally don't know any of the names. I know the thing, but that's only because there's a reference to him on Reservoir Dogs, and. Uh, 
the other three I don't have. One's like Rubber Dude, Fireboy, and I don't know some Invisible Chick or something. I don't I don't know any of them. So, um, and I cer- certainly don't remember them now. I just remember what they you know their abilities were. But anyway, Spider Man <laughs> holds about as much interest to me. Uh, and so I only played it because of the beat 'em ups. And so this game, apparently, I'm thinking it was like a big box game or something. Uh, it seems like it's one of those. It's supposed to be a 20 to 25 hour completion. Uh, it's got pretty good reviews, three to three point four five stars. So I think that in its time, it was a good game. Like it was, uh, you know, one of those games that people actually went out and shelled out the the big dollars for. You know, the the forty fifty dollars for, and uh, took it home and played it. And then it, you know, I don't. Know, it's it's one of those big box games. I think I don't know. It could not, maybe not. But it seemed pretty ambitious for a game from that that age period 2008 and uh the the gist of it it, you can skip the cutscenes in it so what i got from it may not be 100 percent accurate because if you can skip it it's skipped so i don't know 100 (laughs) percent of what's going on in this game but apparently there's like some evil black goo in new york city that's turning people into weird creatures and that want to kill you and spidey's trying to stop it while simultaneously uh he's like try not to succumb to it like because you can change between a red and a black outfit and then like there's two paths you have to choose one's like the red path or the black path so i assume my assumption is is that the red path is the traditional good hero path and that the black path is the evil or the anti-hero path i think so that's kind of the gist of it is that they're really pushing this you know red and black spider-man thing so uh there might be a movie about it i don't know i don't know if it was a movie tie-in or not i don't watch those movies so but anyway so i envisioned that there was a time when this game was something of a marvel pun was attended there uh and that uh (laughs) gamers like enjoyed swinging all around a landscape where the camera like does the best like oh my gosh this camera let me talk oh it it's supposed to be over your shoulder and like you're just going all over the place. I mean, Spidey, Spidey's swinging all over the dang place. And it, this thing's, I'm a roller coaster enthusiast. All right. I don't know if I told you that. Uh, this no. seems like the segment of revelations. You know, you're, yeah. you're you know, arachnophobia. I don't know what the uh, roller coaster enthusiast technical name is, but I am that. For my 40th birthday, I went to Cedar Point because that's the only place I wanted to go. That's like the roller coaster capital of the world. And I've been all, I mean, I've just rode roller coaster my whole life. So I don't get dizzy. I, it doesn't bother no. me. I don't get motion sickness or anything like that. Cedar Point is the one in Ohio, correct? It's uh, Sandusky, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, oh, wait, no, Ohio. Yeah. Yes, it is Ohio. Yeah, Sandusky, uh, Ohio? God, now I can't remember. It's, I know it's in Sandusky. Yeah, That's, Sandusky uh, would be in Ohio. Okay, there you go. Okay. Which is also I, the setting I, for Tommy Boy. All right. I think it's like, you can see Michigan from there, maybe. I think it's like right on the edge of the water, but I don't know. <laughs> what you say? I, I'm, did you just throw a joke at me and I missed it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, no I got something about a water boy or something. No, no, Sorry. Uh, no I, uh, Sandusky was a setting for the movie Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I get you. I get you. Okay. Uh, I was thinking, uh, uh, you know, Sandusky, what did the dude that was like the little boy toucher or something? Or is that <laughs> You're th- the, yeah, Penn, uh, Penn State? It, it, yeah, that was. That was his was last name, Sand- wasn't it? Was it? S- yeah. Sandusky, I, mean, I think it was. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, shoot. All right. So, uh, so th- <laughs> in any case, I don't get dizzy. I don't get motion sickness. But holy hell, man, this this game, like, the camera is just atrocious. It's one of those games where the camera just can't get out of its own dang way. And so, 
Like it's trying, it's trying to give you the view that he get. And oh my gosh, and he's just going all over the place. It's, it's. I don't know. There, there should have been something in the settings or something where you could back the camera. I don't know what's going on with the camera in this game, but that was definitely uh, one of the experiences to this game that really stood out was the camera, and that's not a good thing. As far as the rest of the game, I really didn't like it. Uh, I found it really uh, repetitive and grindy, unnecessarily so. And like the tasks are all like kind of the same. So uh, you have to, for example, there's a certain enemy that appears, and so they're like, "Okay, go destroy five of them." Okay, you you get that. Okay, now destroy ten. And it's one of those where you don't destroy five more. Now you got to destroy ten from square one, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's where they get you. You know, and rather than just destroy five more, now you got to destroy 10 more <laughs> and then you destroy 10 and then it's like, okay, destroy 25 now. So now, oh, guess what? 25 more, not 15 more. Now you got 25 more and then, okay, destroy 50 of them now. It, I'm serious. Like every th- task was like that. It's like once you do it, you know, a few times, the joy is sucked out at the end of that. You're like, okay, that was, that was fun for the first, uh, you're like, oh, what the hell? I got to do it 25. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> What? I, so it was really frustrating. Like some of them were just like just obnoxious, and there's an achievement tied to that. So that's why I bring it up. And the citizens, like you had to save the citizens. That was the worst because that, those were hard to kind of manufacture. And there was like they start you off with like three, and you're like okay, and then you like spend a good like 15 minutes trying to save three. I that goes all the way up to 50. You have to, and I spent so much time grinding out these stupid mission. These are optional missions, but there's an achievement tied to it, so you can't skip it. And so, <laughs> uh, so that it really took away from the game. Like if you were playing it and you didn't have to do all these stupid side missions, it would it would be a pretty quick playthrough. It's this, and then there's something else that I'm going to tell you about here in a second. And you're not going to believe this next part, but uh, I'm going to save that for talking about the chivos here. So. Uh, as far as the rest of it, the map is hot garbage as well. Like there, you go to the map and, and you can't really tell what the heck's go- everything looks the same. It's a city with a bunch of tall buildings in it. Everything looks the same, and they just have random icons on there. You can't zoom in. You can't even tell which way you're facing. You can't tell anything. It's just so it's completely. It's is, useless. Is is it like an open world game? <laughs> yes, almost like yes. a sandbox. It is. Well, spoiler alert: those are not the same thing. We. <laughs> and uh yes uh <laughs> but uh yeah it's what you would think as a sandbox slash open world game where they give you optional things you can go do this and it's just a wide open world but it all looks the same so it's not like it's fun it's not like you're going off into a different landscape and then you're all of a sudden in a different landscape where there's different enemies and different things you can do it's all the same it's literally like just walking around city a crappy city with a bunch of things in it that are you know causing problems and you just have to deal with it and and the camera's trying to make you vomit and i don't know it's it's like it's just weird like and also i think they were really ambitious with it because the assets have like problems uh so the assets being like the enemies and all this stuff like if you rotate the camera wrong they sometimes disappear like (laughs) it's like you're like trying to kill 25 or 50 of these things and you kind of get stuck in the camera and then you all of a sudden, you know, finally get straightened out and you look around and it's like everything vanished. You're like, where, wait, what? Like everything's gone. And so you have to go find another, you know, stack of them somewhere else. And, and, uh, it, it's, it's just like one thing after another. And the civilian assets didn't make any sense at all. So 
they're driving around, you know, frantically in the city. And I found that a good way. So here's a pro tip for you to get to through the civilian stage where uh, there's all these civilians and you have to save them and it takes forever. Just blow up the car. Just beat the hell out of that car until it blows up. The person's going to fly up in the air and land on their head and and then they're going to be injured, but they're going to survive it. And then you can take them to the hospital and then get credit for that. And so I started just walking around, just blowing up cars, just, you know, wailing away on these cars. and. At one point, there's a, a, a part in the game where you're just like throwing and killing people, throwing them off the buildings and just kicking them off top of tall buildings. They're, they got something's wrong with them. But at the same time, you're trying to save the civilians. And at the end, like after you beat the game, spoiler alert, the goo is gone, right? Because that's the whole point of the game. So you beat the goo and everyone returns to normal. But no one seems to notice that there's like, thousands of dead bodies that you just slaughtered to get to that point like you're like killing all these civilians and no one i I don't know i just didn't understand how the civilian angle really worked like you didn't detain them or you know tie them up or anything until you could figure things out i mean you just straight up murdered them all and and so uh, it seems like people would have had an issue with that but whatever it's hey video games right so that lovely video game logic (laughs) video game logic i'm telling you I mean, you're like kicking people off the tallest building. <laughs> you're just throwing them off the building. But no, uh, hey, they had something wrong with them. They deserved it. All right, so let me tell you about the Chivos here before I tell you my verdict. I think you know where this verdict's going, but <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about these Chivos. So the grindy ones I talked about, that gets you the obsessive Spider-Man uh, achievement and the excessive Spider-Man achievement. The obsessive Spider-Man one is for 60 optional goals. Again, I, I try to make this helpful in case anybody is possibly going to listen to me and, and want to play this game and and get some type of help out of it. So the 60, op- 60 optional goals, if you look at the guide, it's it's pretty overwhelming. It's a fairly ex- large list, I guess. It's got, I don't know, uh, 45 achievements. And so it's hard to kind of place the order. There's no walkthrough. So it's kind of hard to get it all kind of figured out what you got to do in the order that you got to do it. So... The 60 uh, optional goals, you want to start that right out of the, the gate and do everything before you go talk to the big dude in the park. Uh, because if, once you talk to that guy, they reset all those. So I didn't know that. And so there was a, several of them that I missed, but I, I kind of looked it up and I was like, oh, there's some extra ones. So do I really want to restart? And I was like, ah, it looks like there's some extras. And so I was sweating it all the way to the end. I was so happy when that, I, mean, I was dreading. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this all over again. And so I was so happy when the, the obsessive Spider-Man achievement popped. So there's plenty of them, but just be advised that when you switch, I guess it doesn't really tell you too much. Well, it, it says careful, any unsaved missions will be void. I, I forget how they word it, but it just sounds like, it doesn't sound as severe as the way as what it actually is, where you can't go back and do them now. So just be careful with that. That's the only thing that I almost missed. And then, and then there's one last achievement I want to talk about. <laughs> that is max out Spider-Man. So this game has uh, a 1.5 or 500, yeah, 1500 TA, and this achievement is a good portion of that. This achievement is uh, about a third of that. So, Oh, wow. The reason for that, this one has a 2.76 ratio. I think it's the highest one in the game. There might be another one in there. Yeah. And so, 
This one is for maxing out all the stats on Spider-Man. You might say, well, how do you do that? Well, <laughs> you have to get the collectibles. All right. So there's these collectibles. There's these little red spider things. So I'm sure that you would really enjoy it. There's these little red spider things, you know, just kind of around the city. And they're just randomly placed. You don't really have to think. You just have to kind of stumble upon them. They're everywhere. They're you know, on top of the buildings and in, in the alleyways, just kind of everywhere. And and by everywhere, I mean everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. And there's a reason for that. And there's also a very special place in hell for people who make a game with 2,000 freaking collectibles in it. Yes, that is how many you need to max out Spider-Man. You need 2,000 of these freaking little spider things that are just randomly thrown around the city. I guess to encourage exploration, I don't know, but oh my gosh, it it's insane. Like two, th- like I know that sounds like a large number, and that's because it is. It literally takes so the bulk of the of the playthrough. What I'm hearing 2000s. is this makes <laughs> Thermos Collected and Alan Wake look like a bike ride. <laughs> it made me want to go, like delete all my saved data for Ass Creed One and go find all those damn flags again. It made me want to go to. <laughs> Where the wild things are, and find all the turtles, the shells, the the hundred things you got to find in that game as well. It made me want. I mean, it was it was the. I thought I had seen it all. I thought I had seen it all. I I honestly did. I thought I had seen it all with collectibles. You know, I've seen games with like five hundred in them, and I thought, oh my! But two, it's got to be a record. I mean, I'm trying. I've, in Discord, let me know. If there's a game that has more than 2,000 freak, and that's not all of them. That's just how many you have to get to max them out. There's more than 2,000. They're still everywhere. I still see them. I'm, I'm almost done with this game, but there's still, I could I could get more than 2,000. There's I don't know how many there are, but there's more than 2,000 of them, and they're everywhere. <laughs> what is the point of it? I have no idea. There's 2,000 of them, though. This, and is, so, this is starting to make me feel good that I'm an arachnophobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, I was too because there was. It was like the last three hundred uh, took freaking forever to find. I don't know, and there might be something where you quit out of the game and load it back in that it regenerates some of them. I can't. I can't tell because the map again is useless, and it, it finally puts little red dots on it for these collectibles after you hit a thousand up to a thousand. You're on your own. You just got to stumble upon them, and then it finally starts putting little dots on the map where they are. But guess what? They put red dots for the enemies too. So you don't know. Is it, is it a moving, is it an enemy that's, uh, or is it a little red thing? You don't know. And not that you can find it anyway because the map's useless. So I don't, I mean, I really did not like this game. I, I, it just was not for me. I don't know. The collectibles definitely was it. Uh, other than that, the, there's four achievements for four different innings. Mercifully, mercifully, they allow it to where if you know what you're doing, you can limit it to two playthroughs. So there's one for like selecting all the red path. There's one for selecting all the black path. And then there's one each where uh, there's some chick in a like, I don't know what, I, what's her name? I don't know. It's a cat. I want to say Catwoman, but that's a Batman in it. I, th- I think I remember that from the yes. Telltale game. Yeah, yeah that, so, that would be a... And yeah, it's, I'm not it's, big it's, into these universes, but I think that's DC. <laughs> okay, well, all right. So, Cat, 
there's a woman in a cat outfit. I don't know. I, I want to say Black Cat, maybe? I don't know. Is that a character? Yeah, one of the achievements is Black Cat and Spider-Man. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. Black Cat. Yeah, so apparently that's an important part of the game where you're trying to choose between two women, like the lady in the cat outfit or um, Mary Jane, I think. Yeah. Is that her name? Okay. And so there's a, a point in the game where you have to where you fight her and then you have to choose kind of and so that's the only one that matters so you choose all the red path and then you choose the black path with her and then the rest red and then you get the the other collectibles but so you just save your game right before that fight and then you can minimize the damage of having to play this game more than you need to so i just have to finish up the black path and then do the black path with the one red choice and then i am done with this piece of garbage and i will never play it again and uh the rest of those collectibles i didn't find can go <laughs> to hell as well with that person that Boy, designed that and and uh, there you go this game looks like it's a it, it would have been a great <laughs> candidate for a bad list you know it was i almost used it for that but i just it was so fresh on my mind that's why i was going to do a different game as you well know but this game just festered and festered in me. And I just wanted to talk about it sooner than later. So here we are. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll swap it out for the Ben 2, the Ben 10, the second one. Oof. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on with that one. So definitely an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to talk about this game because I'm proud of myself for almost being done with this. I did not... And whoever said 20 to 25 hours is a straight up liar, by the way. I'm not going to tell them to go to hell because I've already told so many people to go to hell at this point. I'm going to say those people just need to shut their lying mouths because it ain't no 20 to 25 hours on this game because you're going to spend about (laughs) eight hours looking for these stupid 2000 collectibles and then you got to do the 60 gold. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just really bad at this game, but I would say that it's closer to the 35, 40 beyond 35 40 hours probably so i think that might be skewing my opinion a little bit because i thought it was going to be a little quicker than this i don't know i think we 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 have a potential (laughs) expert that that could chime in on this and and that's chewy chewy has completed the game he has so would love to hear from him what his time estimate is on it because he's i know he's big on the time estimates and everything and and (laughs) i would love to hear his opinion on it yep and there's also Lucas, who I recently passed on the beat 'em up leaderboard. I just oh. thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> that, that wasn't a, that, that wasn't a I just humble brag or anything. Yeah, no, I just yeah <laughs> I, I, that that call out had nothing to do with me passing him on the uh, you know top gamer score for beat 'em ups uh, it's leaderboard. It had nothing to do with that. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's Spider-Man. Uh, Web of Shadows. Uh, Web of Collectibles. That's what it should be called. So there you have it. Uh, 3.45 stars. Not so much. 20, 25 hours. Not so much. Uh, yeah. Um, you you <laughs> oh, haven't sold oh, me on the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my verdict. Uh, I I know you're just dying to hear my verdict. Yeah, this thing. Yeah, leave it in the dustbin. Properly forgotten. See you. I don't know. <laughs> I won't even riddance. think twice about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. All right. So, yeah. So, hopefully you have something better, bring some better news to the table than uh, Spider-Man's uh, little corpse that I just dragged in here. Uh, what game have you been up to, man? Okay. So, from the wonderful world of non-backwards compatible, 
Uh, I have been playing some Diablo 3 as of late. And now I, I have a very odd, I guess, um, background with the, the, the Diablo series, okay? The hack and slash dungeon crawler type Diablo games, if you will, and games in that genre, I, I've never really have had an appeal to them. They've never spoken to me, okay? So, back during Leapfrog, Kronos helped me and, and did a carry in Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls on the Xbox One. And <laughs> He did the same thing for me. <laughs> yes, and he is, I'll tell you, He's a wealth of knowledge in that game. And if you ever have a question, anything Diablo related, he is the foremost expert on it. Hmm. And Absolutely. And so, he he helped me out, you know, earn some achievements and, you know, kind of give me a little bit of time off. At the time, I, I, I didn't have a chance to, to give the game its, you know, fair shake because I honestly was not paying that close attention. It was, you know, he was carrying me and this was strictly as a kind of a leaf <laughs> slash break. Okay. Right. And so, so when, when that had all wrapped up, of course, I'm going back and cleaning up the games and... I, I dive into Reaper of Souls on the X1, and, and I start playing it, for real. Mm -hmm. And I must say, I, I fell in love with it. I was like, <laughs> this is a, it, it's a good game, and I was actually having a lot of fun playing it. So as I'm playing through it, uh, our good friend Chip is, you know, he says, hey, you, you, do you want to play Diablo 3 on the 360 with me? You know what? I think I do <laughs> because I, I've been kind of pulled in. So now I want to consume a little bit more of this genre. And it, it, it wasn't a hard sell because I've been enjoying it. And, you know, Kronos have warned me it's, it's a scaled down version. It, it plays a little bit differently than the X1, obviously, and, and the Reaper of Souls. But I didn't let it deter me because I'm going to go into it, and, and hopefully have as much fun as I did with the X, Xbox One Reaper of Souls version. And we started playing it, Chip, myself, and Fug has been joining us as well, and have been having an a, a, absolute blast with it. Now, I think the game is, actually, the gameplay is a lot of fun. It, it, it allows you to, um, I guess for lack of a better term, you, you don't have a ton of constraints as you're playing the game. There is some trial and error if you don't understand how how these types of games work, but you learn from them. And, okay, I did something maybe a little bit wrong. Maybe I need to get my character, you know, start doing things a little bit differently with the gear for my character and everything. And I enjoy that because it allows you to play the game. You know, you can learn from your mistakes and then you pick up and you move on. Or you find something that's working well for you and you keep going with it. And then you, you build upon that. And, and so it's like a little meta game within the game. At least that's how I'm perceiving it. And I could be wrong. But that's how I feel as I'm playing it. And like I said, just it, a lot of fun. And of course, in this day and age, going from an Xbox One game to a 360 game is an incredible leap. But I'll tell you what, I, I wasn't disappointed. The, the, the regular Diablo 3 on the 360 has really been fantastic. And, and it plays very well. Uh, we haven't had any connection issues in the game, you know, as we're playing playing through a co-op. And, and again, it's a lot of fun. You know, we all get, you know, we've been getting together and, you know, we'll, we'll share some jokes and, you know, go kill some people and just have a good time. 
So, uh, I must say, it, it, I'm glad that I went back to it. I picked the game up for a buck, <laughs> and <laughs> it, it was a good $1 investment. The TA's got it rated of 4.3. Now, this was well before the X1 version came out. Uh, this game was released in 2013, so at that time, that to me, that is high praise for any game during the 360 era. You know, you're getting into almost a four-and-a-half-star territory that's... I think it's deserving of it. I think the game has held up very well. I think it's aged pretty well. I think you could still play it and and have fun with it today, as you could back in 2013. Well, clearly you are. I mean, yes, and and again, it's 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 been a pleasurable experience. So much so that I'm looking forward to Diablo 2. It's going to be interesting to play that game. Oh, that's that one's my favorite, man. I think that's everyone's favorite. So, so you've had some experience with these games. Oh, absolutely. I um uh, I grew up playing these ones. Uh I it got me through a year of school while I was <laughs> working on my <laughs> first master's degree. Uh, and so uh <laughs> I uh I just played it to keep my sanity. It was so uh it was so much fun and I this is uh I played this well before I was on the Xbox. I I played them on the PC all the way up through I see probably I can't remember I bought Reaper Souls for the PC or not, but uh yeah, I I was I've always been a Diablo guy. I I played it in college, uh, the original one, uh when it first came out, that was like around 2000, I think if I'm not mistaken. But actually it might've been in the late 90s, but uh yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun, and I I I number two was probably the first story. Uh, I don't know, first PC game I played all the way through and the, enjoyed the story on and everything. So it kind of held a special spot in my heart. And I actually have behind me, I have every Diablo game sitting on the shelf behind me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, okay. So, so yeah, you have I a, got the a uh, pretty good history with with the series. Yeah, uh, see, yeah, I got the collector's uh, edition. So. Uh, I'll have to show them off to you after we're done recording, but I got the uh, the Diablo 2 Collector's Edition. I think that one's worth a pretty little penny now. And, uh, yeah, I got all of them. So, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I'm a big Diablo guy. I thought I was a big Diablo guy, and then I met Kronos, and then I realized I wasn't a big Diablo guy. <laughs> I realized that I was a sham. and <laughs> But I'm still going to do the uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected uh, game. Because and I, and that then was one you of my suddenly realize that Kronos has forgotten more about Diablo than we'll <laughs> exactly. ever learn. <laughs> oh, yes. And, uh, for those of you that are actually interested in the Diablo series, uh, there's a wonderful uh, segment that I did with X a while back uh, on GameSwap, where we talked about swapping uh, Diablo with uh, uh, the characters of Diablo with uh, the Roomba, uh, Zumba Kids uh, <laughs> game. And uh, hilarity ensued, I, I hope. And I did some research with Kronos who gave me information as far as to which character in Diablo was the best dancer and what uh, might look for in a good dancer. So, spoiler alert, I'm, I, I, come on, it was the monk. But but yeah, yeah, I should go look that one up. That, one's, that was one of my favorite <laughs> segments I had done in a while. No, that, and that's fantastic. So now, again, like you said, maybe I'm viewing the, you know, these are, you know, what I described is how I, I feel like I'm experienced in the game. Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, I, I'm enjoying the genre and I feel like I've kind of gotten pulled in. Diablo has a great story. Like I, I enjoyed the story a lot. From the game, that's why I did not have any issue, and the gameplay, it, it really is a good total package. And it's also designed, too, to where the 
you know, you can make the game as punishing as you want or, mm-hmm. you know, adapt it to if you're just really starting out in the genre, it's very easy to jump into the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't punish you a ton up front um, to allow you to learn, which I think is is good. And, and I wish more games, you know, could kind of had that way where they incorporate it like that. And I, I don't know if that's making a lot of sense. But it, it just feels like it doesn't matter where you're coming from. You could just jump in and play the game. And the yeah. game does a good job of kind of teaching you without holding your hand. It it makes you think that you're better at the game than you are. Yes. And then you, and then you stumble upon the first uh, creature that's lightning enhanced. And then <laughs> and, and all of a sudden you're laying there dead. And you're like, what just happened? I thought I was good at this game. Right. <laughs> because you, go, you run up to him and start wailing on him. And the lightning just incinerates you. And you're like, oh. Okay. Well, like uh, I said, that's when the meta more research comes in. needed. <laughs> what, what do I need to do to beat this this person now? And, and then you start to understand the importance of the equipment that you're using <laughs> plays a heavy factor in how you approach certain enemies in the game. <laughs> oh man, I avoid those electric dudes like the plague. Man, those guys are the worst. the The speed, the speedy ones that are have lightning enhancement. Yeah, they start giving them more than one, and so the fast ones that are uh, or or stone skin electric. Oh God, uh, they they there's some brutal ones out there. I just run away. I, mean, <laughs> I'm not, I don't. No. It, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me in a, in, a, in a few games, you know, not yeah. just not just Diablo, but there's some other games that <laughs> I may behave like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> that that's where the flight. Yeah. The flight element kicks yeah, in. Yeah, that's that, that's what you're supposed to do. Man. You, know, yes. you don't just stand there and let it, you know, eat your face. Uh, that's you know, right. You, gotta... you just just run away. <laughs> run that's away. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, do, do what any you know grown responsible adult will do. Run. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's how you get to be an adult. That's right. <laughs> the the, that's... the ones that I didn't run, they they're no they they didn't make it that far. That's how you make it to your fortieth birthday. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, learn, learn when to run. That's right. <laughs> now, so, um, again, like I said, it, you know, I was I was roped into the game, mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't even a tough sell. So definitely mm-hmm. enjoyed my time with it. I, I think it does a lot of things really well. And I'm going to reiterate, I think it, the age has held up really well. The way the whole the game go into what you said about the map system and Spider Spider Man. <laughs> oh, like God. the map system in Diablo is fantastic. The towns are set oh, yeah. up really nice. So it, it it actually does what a map is supposed to do, yes, which it is does. you know show you where to, where you are and where where to go and you know yep. where you've been. It's, and, it's amazing. It's it, amazing. It does it all very well. <laughs> There's yeah. very little confusion in it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> even like the the menu interfaces are you know, and again, I don't come from a PC background, so I can't speak mm-hmm. to how well this adapts from a PC to the console version. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can say, though, playing it on the console, um, and it being my only experience, I have no qualms with, again, like the interface, the menu systems, you know, how you put your gear on. Yeah, I could see where it might be a little bit easier on PC, but playing it on the console, I didn't. I, I don't have anything negative to say about that. <laughs> but somebody like yourself who is the more, you know, has the more PC experience may have a different view of that. 
Okay, I got a question for you. Yes. So, does this game have the cow level in it? If it does, I haven't encountered it yet. Do, are you familiar with the cow level? I ha- I did see the cow level in Reaper of Souls. Okay. Okay. I can't speak because I haven't gotten that far. I'm only maybe about halfway through. Well, halfway through the achievements. Um, and just finishing up like my second playthrough, but I have yet to encounter the cow level. I'm pretty sure that there is one on Diablo 3. I'm not 100% sure on that, and I'm sure that Cronus is just yelling at us both right at this point. But Of course he I is. Think there, I think there is a cow level. I think I remember playing that uh, because I played it on the PC, so I just was wondering if it was on the, the Xbox version, I guess. Yeah, I, if it is, I have yet to encounter it. If, if okay. there is. So, we'll, we'll, we'll have to get Cronus' feedback yeah, on this one. Okay? I, I'm not even sure. I might I may be confusing it with a different one, but I, I believe there is one on there, but I don't know. Yeah. <coughs> Probably should have looked that up on the front end. Now, the achievement list of this game is, it's good, but it's not inspiring. I'm going to sum it up to <laughs> what everybody refers to this game as Diablo 3 Vanilla. That's probably the best description <laughs> for the entire achievement list. There's nothing really, like, that stands out that, I guess, says, oh, that's pretty cool, or that's really bad. You know, it's just sitting right there in the middle mm-hmm. of the spectrum, and and they're all pretty bland. You know, complete your acts, you know, complete the challenges, you know, mm-hmm. level up a couple of characters and stuff like that. There's not a ton of, I guess, kind of like special situational achievements, which I think they... I think could have done a better job trying to get some of those in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, and again, I'm only halfway through it right now. So I haven't really experienced, but looking at the achievement list, it doesn't look like there's anything like that. It's, you know, kill bosses, finish difficulties, finish them on certain challenges for each boss, you know, things of that nature. There is one achievement that does have a higher ratio and just through my almost concluding my second playthrough looks like it would be a pain and that is to pick up the five million gold yeah i was looking at that one that does not sound like fun considering i'm almost through my second playthrough and i haven't even gotten the achievement for collecting five hundred thousand gold oh yeah it's uh it looks like there's a pretty good guide for it uh maybe yes i i just kind of glanced at the guide and, and it looks like there's some methods that some people have used to to help speed it up a little bit. It still seems like it's going to be a pretty... Even with those methods, it's not going to be quick. Any achievement that's got that <laughs> that famous cup of coffee sitting next to it, you, you know you're in for a nice little ride. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so that achievement, eh, you know, I, I think maybe they could have scaled it back just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Five million. I wonder why they picked five million. I wonder why that arbitrary number. I mean, they got the five hundred thousand. They just thought add a zero. I guess uh, I don't That's know. That's all I can think of. And, and like I said, I, yeah. I am literally at the end of my second playthrough of the game, and I haven't gotten the five hundred thousand yet. So, oh man, it, it's going to be a little bit of a road. That's discouraging. <laughs> that's it, discouraging. It is very discouraging. <laughs> yeah, man, maybe that. Maybe there's two. 2,000 uh, little spider things aren't so bad after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, is the race on? Who, who gets the five, five million <laughs> yeah. gold or the, 
the the remaining. Oh, I already done this batter. I already did my time. Oh, okay. I, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I'm a little salty about it. So, uh, is uh, I'm on the back end of it, so I can, yeah. Yeah, because you know, if I if I still haven't had accomplished it yet, then then I would look like a you know a giant idiot for you know doing it after I talked about how bad it was. Yeah, and then uh, I see it has the uh, reach level thirty in hardcore mode. I always hated that one where you, you where your character dies, it dies, it dies. kind of permadeath. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I see that that one made the cut too. That looks like yeah, that's maybe the second highest rate or yep. ratio one maybe. Yep. It, yeah. it is the second highest ratio in the game. But like you said, it's because of the, the permadeath aspect, which I'm not a huge mm. fan of. I understand why they oh, have man. it in this particular game. Can you cheese it? It makes sense. I haven't gotten that far to find out if you can. It seems like you could with like the play state. You know, just like save your file to a flash drive, and then maybe if something bad happens, just you know delete your save data and, or override it or something. I don't know. I I, I just recently got into the uh, you know using the flash drive to do some save tricks in the 368 yeah i think there's uh, game <laughs> i think there was one or two times that i did it during the 360 period there was one game for the 360 that is and you had to use like the essentially almost the arm i think what they call the army of two trick where you had to have your mm. profile on a usb Oh, okay. And yeah, I... this game is so broken. In order to even get the game to play, like you had to have your profile on a USB stick and then like pull it out, like as the game was loading. <laughs> That's terrible, man. It was. I, I mean, like atrocious. The... It is a game called Fire Burst. Oh, man. It, it kind of reminds me of the uh, you know blowing on the cartridge type thing, you know, on the NES days or something. <laughs> yeah, it, this blowing this was rough. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, the game was released in 2013. Only 416 people have started it. <laughs> and it is it's just a pain just you have to do so many you have to jump through so many hoops just to get the game to function properly it's ridiculous <laughs> so, so this might be one of the rare cases where the complimentary uh achievement for starting a new game would actually be an achievement that's that worth, actually would be know? an achievement yes <laughs> you know the start a new game bleep, bleep, you know 1.00 ratio all right right yeah, the, yeah the, it's on my tag. Thank you. The <laughs> lowest ratio achievement in the game is a 1.25. <laughs> so oh, that, that kind of gives you an idea. You got to go through some hoops just to get the game started. Uh, it's 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 rough. I don't recommend that for anybody. But anyways, I, I digress. Back to Diablo. My verdict on this game, I think I have made that very clear. I, I, I would definitely say this is wrong, you know, a wrongly snubbed game. But for a different reason than what would probably be, you know, given in a segment like this. This was wrongly snubbed by me at the time because of my lack of interest in the genre. And and so looking back on it and playing this game in 2021, I I, I can and will recommend it to anybody, especially if they're if they want to experiment in the genre. I don't think they'd be disappointed. So again, I I definitely, you know encourage anybody to play any of the Diablo games, not just this one, but any of them. And I think they'd actually have a, a pretty good time with them. So wrongly snubbed on my part for, I guess the, the, 
the lack of knowledge of the genre and interest at, at the time of the release of the game. Well, that's kind of cool. All right. Well, if if you think that it was, uh, you know, wrongfully snubbed, I guess you could always just play Reaper of Souls, you know. So, and, and you can do that. And and I will recommend <laughs> to anybody if they they do if they find themselves in a situation like I do, it might actually. The nice thing is, is with Diablo three, when you're done with it, you can import your character to Reaper of Souls. Oh, so you just really screwed this whole thing up. Now. I went completely backwards. <laughs> so with that being said um i actually (laughs) did pick up a copy of the xbox 360 version of reaper of souls since i can import my characters (laughs) (laughs) and i figured it's it's still a little backwards but i could double dip on the on the back at least you at least you get something at least you get something yeah. So if you, if you're thinking about jumping into to, into this particular type of game, it, at least with Diablo three, you you can get in, find out if you like it. If you like it, you can import your characters. If you decide to go into the other games in the series, so it's a good mm-hmm. jumping off point in that regard. Instead of doing what I did and, and kind of work backwards, <laughs> and then find out that you enjoyed it, and you're like. Oh right. wow! I could have imported these characters, you know, and and had some of this stuff already set up for me when I go to play the newer version of the game. <laughs> right? Yes. So don't make that uh, same mistake that I did. <laughs> duly noted. <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, yeah. all right. Well, I I guess that wraps things up uh, for this edition of Back to Back. So. Again, thanks for uh, joining me today with your Diablo knowledge. Hey, and, and thanks for having me on. Um, in fact, I've been on this this particular segment worked out kind of nice. It was a little difficult to choose the game because I'm actually kind of heavily involved right now with cleaning up some games, Windows Live games, Ooh. as well as you know some non backwards compatible 360 games. So mm-hmm. this is a good segment to to kind of get some of that information out there. Oh, the new fancy toys are nice, but there's still a lot of fun <laughs> to be had with the 360. There you have it. Yes, just just not with Spider Man. Just not with Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> or spiders. <laughs> or spiders and yeah. Or or snipers. <laughs> <laughs> I like. It. All right. Well. I guess uh, let us know what you think in the uh, Discord. Don't forget to ask about his uh, near-death experience uh, with the, uh, you know, common garden spider. So, uh. <laughs> it's, it's a good story. It's, it's, it's entertaining. If we had more time, I, I, I would share it, but it is pretty lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to another day. So. All right. Well, that's it for it. So, y'all have a great one. All right. Thanks, thanks for having for me, Alroy. Hey, no problem, man. All right. Till next time. Later. Welcome to the 13th season of Stream 50 lucky contestants compete for a chance to win $10 million. Hello, I'm Waka Pale, and I've been playing a different kind of Battle Royale. The full motion video visual novel kind. Gameplay-wise... Bloodshore is very similar to Wales Interactive's earlier game The Complex, an interactive movie where you from time to time have to make a decision to take the story in a different direction. Usually 
you only have two choices with three options infrequently showing up. Both the Complex and Bloodshore are hardly narrative masterpieces, but they offer campy fun, where you influence the story of a B-movie. They are also very easy completions, as you can follow text guides, well, or would be if Bloodshore didn't have an unobtainable. But I would recommend you play through them once blind before resorting to guides, as you can skip scenes you've already seen and the games are not very long. The complex takes place in a biotech lab in the middle of London, which suffers a security breach. Releasing an experimental virus intended to keep astronauts in good shape during long space flights, as well as keeping patients healthy on Earth. Without spoiling too much, I appreciated the moderate restraint by the filmmakers and I had a surprisingly fun time with the game. The recently released Bloodshore, however, is at its best when it goes over the top. In Bloodshore, Killstream is a TV show which started out by dropping death row inmates on an island, offering freedom and prize money to the last man standing. Many seasons later, the series now accepts volunteers who fight it out to the death viewed by hundreds of millions of people. You play as a wash-up actor who enjoyed great success as a child actor but hasn't gotten a job in years. Initially teamed up with a bunch of C-tier celebrity weirdos, most of them streamers, you have to make the best of the situation, but it is quickly revealed you have another motive for being on the island than winning. The scenes are interstitched by Killstream host's banter and viewer reactions. While I enjoy the host's over-the-top energy, it makes the story feels less focused, which might be a good thing as it otherwise is paper-thin. The extra cuts also makes the time between choices longer than they were in the complex, which can be painful while replaying the game as it reuses variations of many scenes that honestly shouldn't count as separate scenes, preventing you from skipping them. This might get fixed in the near future as there is a patch on the way to address some of the issues, as well as allegedly making one of the Bloodshore's achievements obtainable. The complex is $13 with 20 achievements worth 1000 game score and 1200 TA and a completion estimate of 3 to 4 hours. Bloodshore is $15 with 17 achievements worth 1000 game score and a rapidly declining 1600 TA at the moment and no completions yet due to the unobtainable but it is likely in the 3 to 4 hour completion estimate as well. These are fun B-movies, I'd recommend playing with a friend or family, as long as they're old enough, both are fairly violent and don't skimp on their fake blood. You can easily pass the controllers between viewers, later mopping up any achievements you've missed yourself. While the gameplay is identical, I found the complex to be superior in every way, even if I had a decent time with Bloodshore. The Complex was also released as a standalone movie, which I'm certain would be a rather terrible watch. The decision making very much elevates the experience. Have a nice day everyone! <laughs>